This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Thursday. It's April 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. As Governor Wolf's stay-at-home order remains in effect in Pennsylvania yesterday, the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board resumed limited sales online. Officials say that there is a controlled number of orders per day at finewineandgoodspirits.com. Customers will be able to purchase up to six bottles per transaction. All orders must be shipped to home or not uh, non-store addresses, and only one order per address uh, will be fulfilled per day. So, got- Kathy, that's such a release for the weekend, the six bottles, right? <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's funny because it is, uh, it's so telling uh, and, and troubling at the same time. We need liquor. <laughs> America I mean, needs booze. Yeah, if you're taking away our multiplexes, <laughs> yes. we need our booze. That's true. Listen, oh, uh, uh, I know that, like, it, you know, there are some serious things going on right now. Sure. People are dying, but... When this all went down, I'm 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 being for real. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, well, I need to make <sighs> am sure I that. Stocked? Yeah, yeah, like am, am I stocked? And I went to the store. I told you guys this before, and then I went again the next day because I was like, I didn't get enough. If this shuts down and doesn't right. reopen, like I want to have something in the house right now. Actually, is the sober people are God bless you. You ah, you got no problems. I, whatsoever. I have not <laughs> noticed one tick in my yeah. daily routine. You but, know? I, but not that long ago, I did watch a uh, a documentary about uh, the film Argo, and it was the real story behind that whole thing. Right, yeah, and so they were talking to the um, uh, the Americans that. We're in the Canadian embassy that were that were hold up. That that's what the focus of the film is about. Is during the the Iran uh, hostage uh, in the back in the, in the late 1970s. Um, so, but they said you know they were stuck inside that whole time. Yeah, and you know what they did most of the time. They got drunk. Yeah, they they just that's what they. Yeah. Apparently, they had plenty of booze in yeah. in the in the embassy, and they just. They had nothing well, to do. Well, what are you going to do? They, play, they yeah. played games yeah. all the time. They, I, I mean, they could not. Yeah. If they stepped outside, yeah. chances are they were going to be spotted and killed. Yeah. So they just, they played games and they and they drank booze <laughs> and they so, ate. And they, and that of was course. It, yeah. you know? Kathy, what did you stock up on? All Was it all wine? Yep. Okay, so <laughs> I got not, you covered. Nothing, yeah, yeah. I, we, we're not. Um, Rochelle doesn't drink, and I don't really drink wine. And I got bottles and bottles and bottles of wine. Well, so. if, it, Listen, if, it's, if there's point, any comfort there, 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 there's no projection of any shortage of booze. No. So yeah, yeah, and and you listen, you can still get it. Like yeah. I've seen it at Target. It's yes. available there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a little bit more expensive. And Acme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the stores have it. Listen, I have a friend who also enjoys wine very much, um, and we're we're almost sure she has not been tested, but we're almost positive that she does have uh, coronavirus virus she has all the symptoms and yeah. she is not terribly sick but she's like i can't even touch the wine you know yeah. like she doesn't feel good so um she, you know she's like i can't even i can't even go near it right now but listen so the board chairman uh tim holden says we understand the public wants to have access to wine and spirits during these unprecedented times but we have a responsibility responsibility to mitigate community spread of the virus to every extent possible and to make sure our employees and our customers are as safe as they can be access to their website will be randomized to avoid overwhelming the site with high traffic so I guess you like you log on and you see if maybe you have access. Yep. I don't know. So yeah. it's like uh, consider it like uh, the mid uh, '80s, and you're logging on to get Springsteen tickets. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what it's like. 
That's perfect. Yeah. The PLCV is not considering reopening stores at, at this time, although uh, the agency continues to monitor the situation in consultation with the Wolf administration. Officials say that they are planning to increase order capacity as fulfillment capacity increases. So you know, basically, I, you can get six bottles a day. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I, 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 think I, good. <laughs> I think so. As you said, also, there are the other options as well. So it's that's just one thing that people have relied on. and. And it's it's good to see they're restoring it at some level. But if you want to get, you know, uh, I think this is more for people who want to get tequila or bourbon, yeah. or right? Like that, that, that. Do they not? They don't sell that at the like at Acme, do they? Or mm, it's hard liquor? Wine. No, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Not that I know. Beer right? and wine. I, I just see beer and wine. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Those, okay. So, yeah. Doctor Anthony Fauci says social and physical distancing guidelines designed to curb the spread of the novel coronavirus could be relaxed when the country sees essentially no new cases or deaths for a period of time. Fauci had been asked in the White House Wednesday if the distancing measures would be necessary until a vaccine or treatment is developed. He continued, the one thing I believe that we will have in place is a much more robust system to be able to identify someone who was infected, isolate them, and then do uh, contact tracing. If you really if you have a really good program of containment, that prevents you from ever having to get into mitigation. We're in mitigation right now. Uh, that's what the social and physical distancing is, he explained. Fauci added, though, that the ultimate solution to the virus that might keep coming back would be a vaccine. Fauci said that he was on the World Health Organization conference call with other health officials who came to an agreement uh, that we may have we may have cycling with another season, but said that the world would be much better prepared and will likely have interventions. Social distancing. Our, our practice, our practices implemented by public health officials to keep contagious diseases from spreading. Yeah, and Kathy, what uh, what Fauci was saying also, just in, on the, um, he, there are glimmers of signs that the social distancing. So when you know people are, God, how long is this going to go on? There are signs that it is having some effects in certain areas. So, but as he says, you got to keep your foot on the gas when you're seeing you're starting to get some traction. So that's at least that's comforting. And in the, the wealth of all this staggeringly potentially horrible alcohol news. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, I, ever since this thing started, I feel like I've had a pretty level head about it. You know, sometimes you get like a little uh, compulsive when it comes to like, sure. oh, did I wash my hands? Did I touch my face or whatever. Right, but right, right. on my way into work this morning, I got so mad at like how this was handled, not in the United States, but in China. From the, I was I was actually borderline raging. I was, you know, I was supposed to leave for London tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, uh, evening. I, I was supposed you were? to. Yeah. Okay. Yes, with his yeah. mom. He's going to take his mom. I was taking my mom to London. Like, I had a really special trip. How about playing me? with I my was... mother, and somebody ruined it. So, and that's how I felt on my way into work this morning. I was like, God damn it. Man. I was taking yeah. my 94-year-old dad to Wuhan, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I had to cancel that. So, yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, Steve, thank God. Uh, gee, talk that. about the oh. worst vacation yeah. to plan, Kathy, especially for well, a senior like that. Yeah. I don't think you need to start blaming no, I anybody, know. Casey. It's, it, it, it is what it is, and, and that's not going to do you any good. I so, guess you're so right. Don't do that. Ahmed furloughs layoffs and uncertainty during the COVID-19 pandemic. Officials want to make it clear that you will continue to have access to basic essentials. So as far as housing goes, tenants cannot be evicted for missing a payment this month. There is currently an eviction and mortgage foreclosure moratorium throughout the state of Pennsylvania. Landlords can't go through the process to evict tenants because the courts are closed. Uh, there is a tenant hotline that's set up for all legal services agencies in the city for you to call if you are facing what you believe is an illegal eviction. The number is 267 
877-443-2500. Now, in New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy said homeowners will get a 90-day grace period to pay their mortgages. Lenders will also waive any late fees or any costs that would otherwise arise as a result of this 90-day grace period. In a press conference Wednesday, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said that there is no gas, water, or electric line shutoffs in the city until at least May 1st. Utility service providers like PSE&G and PICO will not shut off services if customers have missed a payment. And that tenant hotline one more time is 267-443-2500 if you have any questions. In sports this morning... Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. Remind me, I have to ask you guys something at the end of sports. All right, I'll remind you. A Philadelphia Union player has tested positive for COVID-19, the team announced, but they did not specify which player tested positive. The player experienced mild symptoms and is currently feeling well and is in good spirits. The player has been isolated and no other players have cases or symptoms. The union said the team's medical staff has been in consultation with the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as well as local medical officials. The announcement is believed to be the first confirmed case of COVID-19 for a Major League Soccer player. The 2020 British Open championship scheduled for Royal St. George's in July will be canceled because of the coronavirus pandemic, according to Golf Digest. The decision comes in the wake of the Wimbledon tennis tournament also being canceled. Both tournaments are being canceled for the first time since World War II. Scheduled for July 16th to the 19th in England, the tournament will be canceled rather than postponed because the organizers can collect an insurance premium if it cancels by a certain date. The Masters, which was scheduled for next week, and the PGA Championship, which was scheduled for next month, have announced that they have postponed but haven't rescheduled future dates yet. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you, Kathy. You were supposed to be telling us something. Yes. Yes. No, I wanted to ask you something. So somebody sent an email uh, asking if maybe uh, this might be the time to add one more sound clip uh, to the sports intro, and that would be uh, Joe Exotic. Something from Joe Exotic added into the sports intro. It's got to be the right thing. Yeah, it has to hit us right. Yeah, we'll we'll look for so one. Like, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out All there in right, case okay. we find something, we hear something from him. One of the clips. Uh, All right, just think about it. There's, pr- there's a lot crammed in there as it hey, is, but I, we'll see. Perhaps the clip about him complaining not be, not being able to use the N word. I think that uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got that one yesterday. That's a real mm. that's a real uh, winner. No, yeah. I don't want that one. All right, well, listen. Welcome to Thursday morning. Uh, we are stacked with all kinds of stuff for you today. Should you decide to hang with us this morning, we have money to give away. We're going to give away uh, five hundred dollars, two opportunities, and that's MMR's Rock Refund. We'll do it at eight and ten a.m. and then we hand it over to everybody else because uh, Pierre's got it twice, Jackson's got it twice, and Jackie's got it as well. So take a look at WMMR.com for all the details details and how to do it. It's easy. We have an announcement at 9 a.m. You will want to listen to this. It involves music. We will tell you about that later on. So an announcement at 9 a.m. And speaking of music, an old friend is going to be on the program. G. Love is getting in touch with us uh, around 8.20 or so. And he's been doing some live from home concerts. All request stuff. I saw him on the beach uh, down in Brigantine about two years ago. Yeah? It was a great show. Awesome. He was phenomenal. Was he at a bar or it outside? Was a, it or? was a bar that had a beach area oh. in, in front of it, so we were just seated. Based. It, it was a perfect summer evening. That's great. And he, his music just lends itself to that. Totally. It was great. All right, so we'll talk to uh, to G a little bit after 8 o'clock. We also have uh, Akbar uh, Bajamila. Baja Iamila. Change Baja, that name. Baja Biamila. Baja, Baja Biamila. 
Wait, I'm looking at. Oh, there's a bee there. All right, snackables. Be a Mila. Yeah. Uh, he'll be out. Snackables. He'll be on. Snackables. Uh, around 9 o'clock, and he's from uh, American Ninja Warrior. He's he's a real positive guy. He yeah. sees, uh, I'm telling you, he's inspiring as hell. It'll be a, good to get a nice dose of that. Uh, and Ty Burrell uh, is going to be joining us from uh, Modern Family. Yes, and he's uh, he's on, I, I guess he actually owns two bars in, uh, in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to uh, get people to help out people in the service industry who have been uh, hit by all this. And, of course, the Modern Family wrap-up next week, Preston. Unbelievable that Series their show is coming yeah. to a close, 11 man. seasons. Wow. Yeah. And consistently fantastic. It, the new episode last night was a scream. So, uh, yeah, wonderful. Uh, so, Ty will be joining us uh, right after we talk to Akbar, which is uh, around 9, 10 or so. So, we have a lot to get to today, and we're looking forward to getting to all of it. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break, because I do have those entertainment stories that we always start the day off with, and a stupid question with some stuff to give away. We will be back in just... Just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the stupid question we asked this morning could get you a Phillies Yingling prize bag. And the question I have for you this morning is... Cows are described as bovine. What adjective ending in I-N-E is used to describe bears? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. Cows are described as bovine, but what adjective ending with I-N-E is used to describe bears? Yeah, Case got it right. He jotted down the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. That's an utterly fascinating question. Isn't it, though? (laughs) I had to get it in there. Birthdays today on Thursday, April 2nd include Dr. Demento. Oh, my God. Radio personality. Did all kinds of uh, parodies and comedy bits and songs. Got Weird Al Yankovic going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, what was it, Rocky Road? Was that the first one he submitted to Dr. Demento? Oh, I really? Love Rocky yeah, Road. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he did one, one of his famous old-time bits is, They're coming to take me away. Hey, ha, ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho. He, oh, and he got that. I think she- that's him. He he played uh, either he recorded it or made it famous by playing it. Uh, but remember, there's a big issue when that first came out because there was a there was a perception that people who were teetering on the edge it was putting them over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Doctor Demento, seventy nine today. <laughs> Emmy Lou Harris, the country singer. Always liked her. Uh, me too. She has really really high pitch uh, voice. Uh, she's seventy three years old today. Uh, Christopher Maloney. Maloney. We were just talking about him. What were you talking about him for? I th- you brought him up, Casey. Oh, Christopher uh, Maloney. He's Was, going back on uh, Law and Order. One of the, the SVUs, or he, they're bringing back his character. Okay. Yeah. And did it? Did he pose in a in a kilt? Was That's that it. Him? Yeah. Kilt, shirtless. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. How do I look? He's in good shape. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Oz. Yeah, he is in good shape. He's uh, fifty nine today. <laughs> and he Anime can do star. comedy. He, yeah. He's in the original uh, 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 American Wet Hot Summer. What's the? Oh, t- really? What is it, Nick? Hot Wet American. Wet Hot, wet hot, hot, hot American. Okay. Yeah. He's the. Uh, yeah. He works in the cafeteria. 
Yeah, he's uh, in the second one too, and it's just uh, it's really <laughs> stupid but funny. It is. He's fifty nine today. Uh, actress Linda Hunt. She's very very tiny. Yes, uh, she, gorgeous. Uh, she is on. Uh, is she on the practice? She, she's in. One? She's on the one with uh, with LL Cool J and oh, yeah, CSI uh, Los Angeles. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, Des Moines. <laughs> uh, she's seventy five today. She's the one that was in If Looks Good Kill. Uh, and yes, and she's all yes, and yeah. she's in in uh, Kindergarten Cop. She's the principal in Silverado. Yes, uh, she's uh, she plays a horse. No, she runs the uh, oh, that's it. Yeah, uh, the saloon. Uh, she's seventy five. Adam Rodriguez, who is from uh, CSI Miami, and he's also in the movie Magic Mike. And Roswell, he's forty five. So, are three quarters of the actors currently working on CSI shows? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Right? <laughs> Come on, and they all have birthdays around the same yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, Michael Fassbender, great actor. He is. Uh, X-Men, played uh, Magneto in a few of the movies. First class, great movie. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, he's wonderful in. 12 Years a Slave, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, if you were to take the five worst characters ever depicted in film, he'd have to be in... I mean, his character, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Going back to LL Cool J, isn't he in an NCIS? It could be. Okay. Uh, No. Uh, there's only one NCIS, I believe. There's yeah, a couple. There's, are there? I, I think th- so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, right. well, what's the... Nick, can you do a quick search? It's the, the LL Cool J series currently, and he's with the uh, uh, Christopher, Chris O'Donnell. Chris, yeah. Right? Yeah, Chris yeah. O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. It is Case NCIS. Is right. yeah. NCIS, oh, NCIS Los Angeles. All right, I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, what is the one, what's the one with Mark Harmon? Is that uh, NCIS? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the original NCIS. That's right. The and then they did spinoffs? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And uh, Linda Hunt is on the NCIS Los Angeles with LL Cool J. Boom. Okay. There you go. And then we have uh, Jesse Plemons is the uh, last actor to celebrate a birthday today. Uh, Meth Damon. uh, Meth Damon. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Uh, Breaking Bad, The Post, Fargo. You know what I liked him in is um, Game Night. Yes. He plays the next door neighbor, the cop, who's just... (laughs) Just yeah. bizarre. He's he's setting up these parties they don't want to go nobody, to. Nobody wants yeah, to, no go one to, his house. to go to his house. He's great. Uh, Thirty two. That's years a old. good movie. It is. I yeah, liked it yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, let's see. Cows are described as bovine. What adjective ending with i n e is used to describe bears? Two one five two six three. Wow. W m m r is a number. Uh, wow. Okay. I don't see a single correct answer. <laughs> Let me go to Rick. Hey, Rick. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good, Rick. What uh, what word ending in i n e is used to describe bears? Uh, supine. S u p i n e. No. Incorrect. Mm. Sorry. S u p i n something like that. Supine. A supine. No. Uh, I'll go to Richard. Hey, Richard. Hey, how's it going? Good, Richard. All right, what adjective ending in I-N-E is used to describe bears? Uh, povine. No, not povine. <laughs> Incorrect, sorry. Thanks. What the hell's povine? Uh, All right, no. b- b- Let me go to line no eight. eight, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll go to Keegan. Hi, Keegan. Not a for you. Not a All right, Keegan, uh, do me a Good favor. Morning, Tell guys. me what uh, word that ends in I-N-E is used to describe bears. Ursine. Ursine, yes. <laughs> Spelled incorrectly. I got that. All right. Keegan, hold on the line. Uh, we are going to set you up with a Phillies Yingling prize pack. Yingling Lager is now the official lager of the Phillies. Prize pack includes a case of uh, limited edition Phillies Yingling Lager cans, 
Phillies hat, Phillies lager glassware, a baseball, and an array of high-end Yingling swag from Ooh. the gift shop. Not Enjoy limited edition Phillies retro logo Yingling lager cans at Citizens Bank Park, local retailers and bars. Plus, enter the sweepstakes to meet Phillies all-star pitcher and Yingling brand ambassador Aaron Nola. Uh, follow Yingling's social channels at Yingling Beer uh, for your chance to win and enjoy responsibly. So, That's damn good. So Ursine is like, you know, Ursa. Ursa, yes. yes. Like Ursa Major, Ursa Minor. So there you go. Ursa Inus. Uh, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. Named after a bear? Yeah. Ursinus, okay. yeah. Oh, nice. All right, so let's begin. I got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, Idris Elba is giving another update following his coronavirus diagnosis. The actor shared a video on Twitter telling fans he and his wife, Sabrina, are uh, both doing okay, although they are asymptomatic following uh, dual positive diagnoses. Uh, he said, we've passed the quarantine period, but we are a little bit stuck in limbo. Uh, we can't get a flight back home. Uh, Where just, are they now currently? That person? is a good question because I, I, in this uh, story, it doesn't say, and I've forgotten since the last update we had with them. Hmm. So I thought he um, I thought he was living in London. Yeah, but I, they may have been on vacation. I'm not sure, Steve. Yeah. Uh, he said we just Were they have... vacationing with Rita Wilson and uh, Tom <laughs> Hanks? there in Australia. Uh, we just have to sit still for a little bit. Other than that, we're okay, and we're so thankful for that. I think the worst of it has probably passed. Mm. He said it's weird because I never sit still. Sabrina never sits still either, and I think she's finding it harder. She's getting cabin fever. So while he was doing the video, and he sent this message out, he was doing the Watusi. So it was oh, crazy. Okay. He's right. He doesn't sit still. He said, we're both doing good mentally, uh, just trying to stay optimistic. I hope you guys are, too, keeping yourself sane and not getting too worried or panicked. Uh, I thought I was definitely going to see the worst of it as an asthmatic, but thankfully I came through, and you can too. I didn't know he was asthmatic. Uh, Elba also gave a shout-out to everyone who was helping other people, especially the doctors and nurses and healthcare people, doing their thing. You're, you lot are amazing and should be fully appreciated. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're hanging in there um, and uh, just trying to get home if they can. Uh, here's what some other celebs are up to uh, and their they're plans. Just like us. And things like that. Bindi Irwin, of uh, Steve Irwin's daughter, mm-hmm. just got uh, married. Has uh, no, she she has been planning to marry uh, Chandler Powell at the Australia Zoo since they got in J- in, engaged in July. But her plans changed radically due to the coronavirus. Uh, she tells people of their elopement. Yeah, I'm sorry, she did get married, right, Steve, on March 25th in a private zoo. It says in private. Oh, in private at the zoo. Yeah, there's. There was lots nobody there, right? Of, lots of animals, yeah. I think the officiant was on, like, a phone or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Or maybe one of the uh, crocodiles did it. Uh, but Bindi's wedding special premieres April 18th uh, on Animal Planet. <laughs> yes! Yes! Uh, Taraji P. Henson is moving her wedding date uh, to former NFL star Kelvin Hayden because of the pandemic. She already moved it from April to June. Uh, she tells Extra it's probably going to be more like July. We have to see what this will be like at the other end. And Kristen Bell is offering uh, fans a chance of winning a virtual game night in a bid to raise money for coronavirus release, relief efforts. She's teaming up with uh, Omaze and is offering fans a chance to play games with her virtually. Uh, fans who bid on the option will know that their funds will go to support the Mayor's Fund for Los Angeles, which is helping to support small businesses and at-risk citizens. There, it, Listen, you know, obviously we, we have our fun with uh, celebrities who uh, do stuff in this, in this particular report, uh, but there is a lot of activity as far as really generous, charitable stuff yeah. uh, coming out of that community. It's, it's uh, nice to see. Kevin Hart is making a difference here in Philadelphia. He's donating meals to the elderly and those affected by the crisis through Hungry at Home, 
which is a family-style food delivery service that provides food to residents without having them leave their homes. Is this like manna? Uh, Kevin said, yeah, it sounds like it. He yeah. said, I love when my partners rise to the task and help facilitate getting food to our neighbors who aren't able to leave their house or their jobs, hungry at home, and I are feeding the elderly and those in need in my hometown of Philly. This is in an Instagram post. Uh, the company says all meals are made by a food safety trained professional chef. Uh, the meals are sealed and delivered in a temperature controlled bag. Uh, for every two meals purchased uh, through Hungry, uh, the company will donate an additional meal to Feeding America. It's pretty wild when you see commercials these days about um, food handlers and and where to get you know your takeout and stuff like that. They, you know, people have acted very very quickly as far as you know their their uh, advertising campaigns. I said the same thing. So was, my wife and I were watching TV last night, and the amount of commercials. Mm-hmm. We said, how quickly did they turn these around? Really, because really like quick. every other commercial is assuring people about the product line and how it's handled, which yep. is obviously is, is, is a wise thing to do. And then every every other one is, uh, you know, in these uncertain times, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they must have been like, it must have been like a day or two turnaround yeah. to get these things done. The first one I, I've seen do it was uh, Papa John's, and then I, I saw Little Caesars do it. Burger King I've seen talk about how, you know, everything is handled a lot of- very safely. Nick, yeah. A lot of car commercials are doing it too, yes. and so mm-hmm. and, and so they're they're advertising the fact that you can come in and, and have service done. And, but like the cynical side of me, um, Steve, I was thinking about you last night because there's definitely some comedy to be gained out of this. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, all you all you really need is a slow uh, piano and then uh, somebody with a, a, um, yeah. a soothing voice, and then the the phrase in these uncertain times. These uncertain and, times. We want to make sure we can get your goddamn car in for service. <laughs> but you're too scared to go outside. So we'll send over Johnny, who really no one likes and not that much anyway. <laughs> we wouldn't care if he got sick. He'll pick up the car. Just throw the keys out the window. No, yeah, every uh, um, every place is doing that. Even know? my traffic sponsors, they there were a couple Acme and uh, H&R blocks switched in almost immediately. Uh, and, you know, some of the others were, were kind of lingering and then they got pulled. But, I mean, it, it was almost immediate that those two switched. Kathy, you know what place is having a really hard time, though, trying to do the, the turnaround? Uh, the, the, uh, the chain restaurant called Sneezy's. Where yeah, they, uh-huh. they, they, their gimmick was they would sneeze on your food. Oh, and uh, now they've, they've, they've lost a lot of attraction. Now, when I see a commercial like that, though, I, it works. I'm more inclined to say, oh, well, they're going to the extra trouble. Why not? Yeah. Um, I have a follow-up from Music News yesterday, and it's sad news. I found this out last night. Fountains of Wayne bassist and songwriter Adam Schlesinger uh, passed away. He was 52 years old, and it was due to complications from COVID-19. Oh, my god! Yeah, so yesterday we were hearing that he was... We'd heard he'd been in a um, a coma. Yeah, yeah, medically induced coma, and... and he was the the word that, that I right. got in the story that I read that he was improving. So apparently that was incorrect. What a sucker punch! It's it's just horrible. Yeah, he fifty two, right? Yeah, past week he was on a, a ventilator. Uh, Schlesinger formed Fountains of Wayne in nineteen ninety five with guitarist Chris Collingwood. Uh, the band released two albums with little impact. Although Schlesinger gained recognition uh, for writing the Oscar nominated title song for the movie That Thing You Do. Uh, which oh, he wrote that? He yes. Wrote that. Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. You have it, right? Don't you, Case? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, somewhere. Nick, I have something else. Preston, did you see Tom Hanks' tweet last night? No. He came in kind of late, but he, he wrote uh, a really nice little 
um, thing about uh, Adam Schlesinger. He wrote, there would be no Playtone without Adam Schlesinger, without his that thing you do. He was a one-eater. Uh, <laughs> it lost him to COVID-19. Terribly sad today, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's a great song. That, that yeah. song for that movie is a great song. And that has been his ability throughout his entire career. Talk about writing a hook. Yep. And then uh, we have uh, two clips of him, Preston, talking about it. This is an interview just a little while ago. Uh, uh, talking about mimicking his heroes. All right. Uh, on, we're going to take a second. We sure, no problem. No, 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 I have it. Uh, I was just looking for that thing you do. Go ahead. All right, here we go. When I was younger, I, I think like everybody, I would just imitate the songwriting heroes, and so I would write stuff that sounded like fake Beatles songs or fake Elvis Costello songs or fake Joe Jackson songs or something, and then eventually you just start finding ways to have your own voice. And they had a, they had a real hit with Stacy's mom in 2003 when that hit. Uh, and that was from the third LP, Welcome Interstate Managers. Uh, remember the, the video with that Rachel Hunter? It's a great video. Yeah. I always like the song Radiation Vibe. I love it's that song. It's a great song. song. It's a great. A lot of people have forgotten that song, but it's a yeah. great song. Yeah. So, um, and he wrote, obviously, he was doing stuff on Broadway and for movies, uh, but his. Um, and we have a clip of him talking about Preston about writing a lot of songs for other people to sing because he could hear other people's voices better in his head. All right, here we go. I feel like a bit of a chameleon because a lot of times what I'm doing is almost trying to write something that will come out of the mouth of someone else. So it's it's almost like less about my personality and more about what I think they can put across. Uh, so he is from what Wayne, New Jersey? Because I remember my um, uh, uh, girl I dated uh, years ago lived in North Jersey, and I remember passing a place called yeah. Fountains of Wayne. And I don't know if the name of that band was named after that place in Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, it or would not. seem to be right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was okay. After they disbanded in 2013, uh, Schlesinger continued working as a songwriter, contributing tunes to the TV series uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, uh, for which he earned three Emmys and uh, writing a Tony-nominated score uh, for the musical uh, Cry Baby, which came out in 2008. Uh, he was divorced, survived by two daughters. Representatives from his uh, family and Fountains of Wayne have not been issued as of yet. So that's uh, that is very unfortunate news. Uh, the royal family update. Prince Charles is on the road to recovery after being diagnosed with coronavirus last week and displaying mild symptoms. On Monday, Clarence House confirmed that he was out of self-isolation after seven days. That's according to standards stipulated by the U.K.'s National Health Service. In other countries, it's been 14 days, so he caught a little crap for that, but he's following his country's well, guidelines. He's going to be the king. Uh, his 72-year-old wife, Camilla, tested negative for the virus. Charles said that uh, his and Camilla's hearts go out to those older people throughout this country who are now experiencing great difficulty while extending his support to every community affected by coronavirus. I uh, said, as we're all learning, uh, this is a strange, frustrating, and often distressing experience when the presence of a fam- of family and friends is no longer possible and the normal structures of life are suddenly removed. At such an unprecedented and anxious time in all our lives, my wife and I are thinking particularly of all those who have lost their loved ones in such difficult and abnormal circumstances and those having to endure sickness, isolation, and loneliness. So, Mommy, the Queen, is, uh, I assume they have, I mean, you've reported they're going to great lengths, obviously, to isolate sure. her from any sort of uh, deal at her age. But you know what? I, I think you could you could fire a shotgun into her chest. She is. She's just absolutely indestructible. You, you got it. The, the royals have to... If if you look at the last few uh, heads of state, they've had some longevity in, they their, do. in their genetics. That, no question. Yeah. yeah. It, it pays to have sex with close family members. I guess so. <laughs> 
Uh, now, as Prince Harry and Meghan Markle settle into uh, life in L.A., several adjustments to their lives have been made. When Harry and Meghan opted to leave Canada for L.A., it seems Harry's immigration status became more complicated. Uh-oh. Because Canada was part of the Commonwealth, Harry would have had easily been able to work or live there. Uh, it's different in the U.S. He's going to need a green card, either by sponsoring himself in the extraordinary ability category frequently used by public figures, or having Megan or a separate U.S. entity sponsor him. Well, I think if he gets a job like at a department store or something and shows he has some income coming in, uh, that, uh, that'll expedite the procedure. From there, he, will, he would receive a temporary work and travel permit and then a green card. Huh. After three years of having a green card, he would be eligible to become a U.S. citizen. Uh, though that would entail relinquishing his claim to the English throne. Uh, he is currently sixth in line, of course. My guess is he won't do that. Now, Harry and Meghan were used to having a team of bodyguards in the U.K. They'll still need security in L.A. after Prince Charles reportedly agreed to foot the $2.5 million bill. And the pair have chosen a new team of former SAS soldiers who are used uh, to uh, used to keeping the likes of uh, Madonna, Brad Pitt, and Angelina Jolie safe. So that's where they're going to look for help. What are the Kingsmen doing? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. They might need something to do. Right? Kingsman. <laughs> hey, uh, those guys are incredible press. I was watching a documentary on them. The things they can do. Uh, one day after their royal official royal exit, the pair's new out-of-office email uh, reply reflects the change. Uh, it says, many thanks for your email. The office for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex has now closed, according to the auto-reply. Did you hear the recorded a message? Uh-uh. This is Harry. We can't come to the phone right now because we're currently in the United States. Please leave your name and number. Thank you. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, very totally, uh, pretty much detached. Uh, so Ben Affleck has been dating Knives Out star Ana de Armas for about a month, but they've been photographed in uh, Cuba and L.A. and they appear to be attached at the hip. Yeah, uh, the pair Good for him who met on the set of Deep River want to hang out with Affleck's kids. With Jennifer Garner, Violet, Serafina, and Samuel, but Garner's not into it, according to a source. Well, yeah. Uh, the insider says, everyone gets it. Ben is understanding. He said that he would work with Jennifer to prepare the kids for meeting Anna. Uh, and Garner is reportedly cool with the relationship. She just wants to make sure the kids are set. She considers him a friend, thinks he is a good dad to the children, and respects him. She is happy in her own life and supportive of him and happy for him and his relationship. But you got to... Look, I'm fine you with You got to hold on before you introduce yeah. the girlfriend. Yeah. You, once we get past the hooker stage, and I'm confident you're going to be with her for a while, then you bring her over. <laughs> that They were able to go to Cuba, though? I think yeah. I, I, did they? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's uh. Well, Nick, he is Bruce Wayne. So that's all right. He's yeah. Batman. Yeah, he is Batman. All right. Uh, we haven't really touched on the the Kardashians in a little while, so why not? <laughs> in a preview clip for Sunday's Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Courtney revealed why she hid her sister Kim after Kim criticized her work ethic. Uh, so try and follow along here. Yeah, yeah, it's very complex because they're highly intelligent people. She told her sisters, and this is Courtney saying this, she told her sisters, do you think I want to come home into this negative environment with you guys every effing day? Like, it's torture, uh, <laughs> Chloe said. Yeah. Uh, but how did we ever, how did we even get on this? I thought we were talking about Kendall, Courtney said. Oh, my God, we've moved on. We're done because every day it's your effing attitude, your effing attitude every day. Courtney then told Courtney, what? Courtney told Courtney? See, oh, even they get confused. Yeah. Uh, that they are completely fine. This is <sighs> Now we have to. Now I have <laughs> to now, tune now in. Now you're making us want to <laughs> yes. watch. Thanks a lot, Chris. Really? Falcon Pow! 
Launch. When they are now filming, and then Kim chimes in saying, uh, actually, you should go. And Courtney responds, I don't want to be near your fat ass, okay? Whoa. I don't. She said that. She went right to the ass. She later screams, I'm stuck in this effing trap. Whoa. Man, that doesn't seem orchestrated. Not at all. Not at all. Badass. And the ensuing uh, fight, yep. which they were, ma- they made sure they were going on all the talk shows to talk about how blood was drawn. I think Kim is so brave. She is she's so brave. Yeah, to allow that, you know, she signed off on fat ass. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that's they, it, it's an open bookcase. They yeah. let it all fly. They do exactly what the producers tell them. Um. So uh, to to give you. Uh, my reasoning behind this, there, I, I, there are a few people died, and I, I didn't want to do like a, a, a an obituary, right, 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 segment. So I'm kind of spreading them out. Sure. Unfortunately, that's that just was the buffer where we are right now. Yeah, that was the, the Kardashians are the buffer of all the people dying. Uh, but Star Wars actor and dialect coach, a guy named Andrew Jack, uh, died. He was 76 years old, and it was due to complications due to coronavirus. He, so uh, I had to look up his photo, and when I saw him, I'm like, okay, I know who that guy is. He was in Star Wars Force Awakens and The Last Jedi as Resistance General uh, Kaluan Emmett. Now, you probably don't know the name. If you saw him, Steve, he has long silver hair, yeah. a silver beard and mustache. I recognized him, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's very um, uh, majestic looking, would Agreed. you say? Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, he's got that flowing hair and everything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. His agent, Jill uh, McCullough, said Andrew lived on one of the oldest working houseboats on the Thames. He was fiercely independent, but madly in love with his wife, and also a dialect coach. Yes, I I knew that he did a lot of that, so he's worked with a ton of actors over the years. So that's sad news. Yes, very yeah. sad. Now, on the opposite end of that, a uh, family of four coming right up, Leighton Meester and her husband Adam Brody are expecting their second child together. Oh, my God! Uh, <laughs> according to reports, the pair wor- welcomed Arlo so Leighton Meester in 2015. And Adam Brody were on the uh, OC? W- were they... Uh... I always get... So, so I didn't watch any of these shows. So yeah, you got when, that one right, Steve. Hey! So when I yeah. see the OC and the Hills and those names, for some reason, they all run together. The OC was scripted. The Hills was a reality show that was scripted. Yeah, I'll never remember that. Uh, but uh, I like that name, Arlo. That's a great name. Yeah. Uh, so he Arlo is four, so they got another baby coming up. And Brody is actually in uh, the Jane Silent Bob reboot, Preston. Oh yeah, very funny. Okay, yeah, I still gotta, I still gotta watch that. Uh, Colton Underwood, yes, of course, is promoting his new memoir, which is called The First Time. I got a meme wire. Uh, in a new interview with the Los Angeles Times, he claims that the Bachelor production went too far. No. He said there were lines crossed in my relationship with Cassie. No, they didn't. Uh, that I found out about after the show. And added that uh, he said there were things that they said and did that compromised my relationship with her. No specifics, obviously. You'll have to read the book. Yep. Uh, Now it makes so much sense that she decided to leave. I'm surprised anything makes sense to him. He said, if you're going to make a show, at least give me a fair shot to end up with the girl that I'm falling in love with. I love you. I love her producers. Yeah. I love this one. And apparently, look, he didn't like it. What if we got you? We'll get you an ice cream cone. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go out for ice cream. Yeah. Uh, with both chocolate and vanilla. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, we'll get one of those. You remember when you kid, you get the two the cones that had, um, if you didn't get the ribbon cone that was chocolate and vanilla, you get the uh, the cone that had two cones. Yeah, side by side. Side by side no. cones with one handle. Yeah. It yeah. was like, oh my God. It was kind of weird. This must be how millionaires eat. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the way it was situated, it was, uh, I'm trying it, to explain. It was, well, it looked like a, a penis and testicles. Yes. Upside, no way. Like that. Yeah. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Well, all right. May, I, maybe I need to see a picture to kind of refresh my... Oh, yes, I there do. There you go. Yes, I do. Okay. Do you guys right. remember that, Kathy? Yeah. It's like a, almost like a goblet or, right. or, or, or something like Didn't that. Didn't McDonald's have that? Not that I remember. I don't know. No. They would get pretty messy, though, right? Like, wouldn't it be difficult to get both cones done at well, the same yeah. time? Well, yeah. You had to have, like, a Gene Simmons tongue to take care of it. It was usually... You would usually... Uh, Casey was <clears throat> hand-scooped ice cream that was put in those. Okay. Not soft serve. Uh, so, um, we're all clear on that. Yes. Now, right? Okay. All clear. Uh, Ewan McGregor spent his 49th birthday on the side of the Pacific Coast Highway with a broken-down Volkswagen bug, uh, page six reports. He was photographed rolling the car to the side of the road... Uh, despite whatever went wrong, he appeared to share a drama-free birthday otherwise. So, I, I, I don't know if he's driving... Yeah, he's driving a... a An a, actual a, bug! A classic oh, VW. Man. Now, it's... It's been uh, it's been obviously worked on and fit up really nice. It's kind of like dune buggy style. You remember, Preston, like it used to be all the rage to take VW bugs and make them dune buggies. Yeah, you And that's exactly them. what he's done. That's very cool. That's really cool. I like that a lot, but apparently it broke down. You know what I like? I like the sound of the old Volkswagen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had the, the way their, their engine yeah. sounded completely different than any other car. It had kind of a... <laughs> sound to There's it. A- there's a documentary called The Bug, and Ewan McGregor is in it. Uh, have you guys uh, seen it? I, no, I have it's, not. It's either on Prime or, or Netflix. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I, I watched some of it, and uh, it, it's cool. It's a, the history of the, of the vehicle, um, but he apparently has had a love affair with uh, Volkswagen Bugs for a long time. Marissa, can you humor me and, and see if you can find audio of a VW, classic VW Bug? I'm sure there's somewhere on YouTube there's some good audio of a... Uh, because I'd like to hear that. That'd be nice to. No, that was that was a speed buggy. Speed buggy, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's. Uh, I I wouldn't mind hearing that because that'll that'll bring back some nice memories. So anyhow, it broke down. He pushed it to the side of the road. He's okay. So We're you're all saying okay. Everybody's his car, okay. His car broke down. He pushed it to the side of the road. He did. Imagine though, you're in McGregor and you're like, ah, oh, Christ. And then some dude jumps jumps out of a car and takes your picture, like. Okay, and that's what's yeah. That, yeah. that's what's okay. happening in these photos. Yeah, he's really? like, you're taking what? a picture. You can- this. <laughs> You could be helping me. Yeah. What? <laughs> All right. So I have another uh, another passing. Uh, a guy named Jeff Grosso. The name was vaguely familiar to me. Uh, he was a legendary skateboarder. Hosted Vans Love Letters to Skating video series. He passed away on Tuesday in Costa Mesa, California. Uh, he was 51. There's no cause of death that was mentioned. So I don't know what the story is with that. Um, I wasn't familiar. Yeah, I uh, once I started reading, I'm like, yeah, I recall that guy. Thrasher Magazine's Michael Burnett also confirmed the news Tuesday in an Instagram tribute. He said Jeff went from number one amateur to 80 superstar to cautionary tale and back again. His latest role is lovable curmudgeon, host of his own history-packed web series and keeper of skateboarding's righteousness, unafraid to offend or annoy in his quest to educate, was by far his greatest second only to being Oliver's dad. Cautionary tale. Did you? Was there a documentary on this guy? I'm not sure, I think. Steve. Okay, I think I do know him. So, now this is... I'm, I'm curious as to what happened, because the day before, he had posted a video of himself dancing with his 8-year-old son, Oliver. Now, 
I don't know how current that video was. Or right, not, right, but, right, right, right. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're in the skating community or you know any any of those extreme sports, I'm sure you knew who that guy was. So that's sad to hear as well. Uh, J.K. Rowling has launched an online Harry Potter hub for kids, families, and fans to tap into during coronavirus. The hub will include special contributions from Bloomsbury and Scholastic. Uh, nifty magical craft videos to teach your friends how to draw a niffler. Nick, oh. what's a niffler? I don't remember what a niffler is, but I, I do know that a lot of this content that she's providing is going to be provided for free. A okay. niffler yeah. in Potter jargon is a queef, Preston. Okay. Yeah. Right, so you can draw <laughs> a queef? Wow. Uh, there oh, will... it, it, it's a magical queef, though, Preston. Yeah. It, it has a shape. Oh. It's a magical beast with a long snout and a coat of black, fluffy fur. It looks like a platypus. Am I embarrassed? <laughs> it's, in the, it's in Fantastic Beasts. I know, oh, okay. I know exactly right. what you're talking about. Yep. All right. I was way off. Uh, fun articles, quizzes, puzzles, and plenty more for first-time readers, as well as those already familiar with the Wizarding World. Uh, she said, we're casting a banishing, banishing charm on boredom. Uh, some content is free, uh, but some is pay only, so you can access that. She should have a personal web page called Rolling on the River. Oh, right? Rolling on, on the, the River. river. I, did you get uh, Did you get Harry Potter wands when you were in Universal? Did yeah yeah. We went to Ollivander's. I have my two. I, was I, cool. I got two. Yeah, yeah, I got two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, really cool. Even if you never use it for anything, it's neat to have. Uh, but you can walk around the park and point it at things, and stuff happens. By the way, uh, you can see where they closed down those parks because all, uh, that the wand shop is uh, basically a Corona pit. You are yeah. so you're on top of everybody. Tiny. Yeah, yeah. But how cool were all those shops? It, we they were amazing. Every one of them. I'm not. I, I like the Harry Potter movies. I didn't, but I wanted to buy everything. All those robes and scarves and, <laughs> and everything they had looked so cool. And the mirror that talks to you when you go in. <sighs> it's just it, when this is all passed. And everyone has their tailor-made hazmat suits. Uh, you got to go. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Um, oh, do you want to hear the? Uh, or no, we'll, we'll do the. We'll move on to the clips, and then then we'll play the uh, the VW bug. Okay. All right, let's do the clips. Here we go. So, uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's his new SFX. It's a reminder from Marissa. We oh. have a. Wow, we have a lot of clips. <laughs> One more time. Yes! That was from yesterday. <laughs> this is Casey saying that we had clips. Here we go. Wow, we have a lot of clips. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unintended, by yeah. the way. Uh, wow, we have a lot of clips. <laughs> None of that sounds like me. Uh, the beginning the part. We had, the, yeah. I think the beginning yeah. does. Wow, we have a lot of clips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, contestants are put uh, to the test of identifying songs before the new app in a game show called Beat Shazam. In this clip, Jamie and his daughter, uh, Corinne Fox, discuss the producer's decision to add obscure music genres into the game. Here we go. We got a few wrinkles in there where people <laughs> looked at the category like, what's that? But we had to sort of put that in there to make it, we don't want to give all our money away. And our contestants really know their music, so we have to throw in the categories like that so that, you know, it's an even playing field. Shut the f- uh, Beat Shazam airs Saturday, 11 p.m. on Fox. It's been on for a couple of years, and I catch it periodically. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I used to. Did you used to uh, enjoy name that tune? I did. I like that structure a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. All right, here's another clip. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't get that high. <laughs> All right, so the pharmacist 
is a true crime series about Dan Schneider, a Louisiana pharmacist who goes on a quest to find his son's murderer. Mm. In this clip, Dan himself reflects on what his son would think of the work that he is doing. Here we go. My son, he'd be really proud. He would really be proud. It's the type of kid that he probably would say, Dad, I'm sorry I screwed up. I'm sorry I hurt you, Mom, and everybody. Didn't want to hurt anybody. Wow, um, I'm not familiar. It with sounds it. powerful. Yeah, it's it been does. on for a while. Okay, it's on, it's on Netflix. And uh, how is it, Case? It's good. Here's the deal. I mean, it's a, it's a, his son is um you know he he goes to buy crack and yeah he gets murdered and uh and it, you know it's kind of in an in, in an area and neighborhood in uh in Louisiana where you know people aren't going to talk about it. You know the the neighborhood knows who did don't, it. Don't and, snitch. Yeah. And, and uh, oh wow. Yeah. So it's wow. pretty wild. Uh, Chuck was the one who turned me on to it. Oh okay. Uh, the pharmacist is streaming now on Netflix, by the way. See, I, I had a clip already for that because I saw the name Dan Schneider. Yeah. I didn't, and thank God, because I had <laughs> copied and pasted and a clip at, at the end of that. <laughs> Talking uh, about trying to find his son's murder. Yeah, trying to find his and son's murder. This was the clip you were going to play. Now, yeah. You guys know who Dan Schneider is, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, right, I know. So Dan Schneider is Ricky from uh, Better Off Dead. Oh, okay. And so I... Yeah, I'm real sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. <laughs> Um, so we were going to play that instead? <laughs> no, I was going to have that at the end of the clip, kind of like, you know, Steve oh. always plays the yeah, clip yeah, yeah. because uh, Dan Schneider is is Ricky, right. and, and he also created, like, <laughs> Hannah Montana. And then when he talked about, obviously, looking for yeah. his son's murder. I was like, oh, my God, abort, abort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. <laughs> All right, uh, and that's what I have in the entertainment report. I do want to hear that that clip I asked yeah. uh, Marissa for, if you would. So this is, uh, is this, uh, this is a clip. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Uh, no, of the uh, the VW bug. Oh, oh, that the one. Sound effect. All right, yeah. all right, yeah. Here yeah it so is. if you could pull that up, this is what you uh, and McGregor's uh, VW bug uh, had broken down, and we were talking about the sound of those uh, classic VW bugs before they made, remade it into the Beetle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is it. <laughs> Sit here, it sits here and idles. I, I like it when, when they're shifting gears. Yes. Yep. Does he get it pulling away at all? I don't think so. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. My friend had a like that. classic green VW Beetle. And we rode to school virtually every day in that thing. We owned one. My family owned one. Oh, it was, did you? It was a yeah. blue one. Oh, it, really? it was great. Yeah. It was great. I mean, it was well before I was, I was uh, you know, in grade school. It was well before I was able to ever learn to drive. But I loved it. It was yeah. a fun car. Doors as thin as cardboard. Oh, yeah. 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 I actually, uh, I love the, like Minerva, the, the VW bus. That is my, uh, like a... A dream car of mine, yeah. not like a Lamborghini or Ferrari or whatever. But if I could have a fun car, yeah. it would be a bus. Take Minerva. Have yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I Just hear, don't drive it anywhere. Not one that runs. There's nothing you can do with it. If you can see the country on the back of a flatbed truck, that'd yeah. be great. What's so funny about Minerva is we have had mechanic after mechanic and shop after shop say, we'll fix that up for you. Yeah. We'll take care of it. And we've given it to them. Oh, yeah. And they can't do it. No, <laughs> no. They I mean, can make they... it look great. Yes. Yeah. But for any amazing. sort of feasible driving, now in its current state, it's it's beautiful. Yes. However, its clearance is about a quarter of an inch. And it just, it can't be driven. Yes. yes. It's, uh, there's something just 100% permanently wrong. It may yeah. be haunted. There's something wrong with that thing. Experts 
have tried to fix it and can't do it. Yeah. And probably never will be able to. <laughs> and probably shouldn't. And probably shouldn't. <laughs> there may be a reason for all that. <laughs> all right. That's uh, that's it for this break. We're going to take a uh, a quick break and come back in a moment because we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we have uh, the Daily Rush Madness. We're going to reveal our winners from yesterday. Give you the new mashups. We have MMR's Rock Refund happening twice this morning. We have an announcement concerning an MMR event at 9 o'clock. You can probably figure out what that is. But we'll tell you some details about that at 9 o'clock. G Love is going to be on the program. Ty Burrell is going to be on the show and more. We got a lot that we will get to this morning. Stay with us. We're going to have a good time together. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, it is time for an update. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Amidst all of the quarantining and locking down, maybe a little contribution to our competition taking place uh, could be a nice distraction for you because we're asking for your votes as to which your uh, favorite, uh, what is your favorite David Rush video over the last year. And uh, the results from yesterday's voting are as follow. Uh, We had uh, E.T., the entertainment reporter, against tornado warnings and wipes out. E.T. won that one barely. Wow. 51%. Yeah, I didn't know which way that one was going to break. And then you had the the, uh, Sly uh, matchup. So Mini Balboa (laughs) versus the top Sylvester Stallone movies. Mini Balboa took it. Mini Balboa was 60% of the vote. Uh, Then we had Ronald Reagan's porn intro versus Pierre Hates the Pina Colada song. Another close one at 52% of the vote. It went to Pierre Hates the Pina Colada song. It's just so unique. Which is too bad. I like the Reagan porn intro. I do too. But but to hear Pierre hating on anything is so amazing. Yeah. And then uh, the last matchup was uh, Bojmir, or a rim job, against Preston Steve React to the new Rambo trailer. And the rim job takes the cake and moves on to the next round. So, today is day 10, believe it or not, we've been doing this. Unbelievable. And we got our matchups to highlight. So, our first matchup, there are four of them total for the day in the Shark region of our bracket system. Haunted House Tours. Versus Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. Let's play a little clip of each. This is the Haunted House Tour. Here we go. I like the fact that we're the very first people to, to own the home. But are you? Because. <laughs> yeah, on an Indian oh, yes. graveyard, right? That's where you. Yeah. They no. didn't remove the graves. <laughs> didn't hear was where the owner was called pleasuring himself <laughs> by his wife. Unaware that the light from his laptop was obscuring his vision. <laughs> Follow me into the observatory. <laughs> Those weren't headphones. Oh, too, right? Right? <laughs> come in. Kathy <laughs> shakes her head. Headphones, like you were all in. All right, so uh, that is going up against Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's uh, Alexa. Let's uh, reminisce on that. Manthe, read the news. <laughs> Today in news, <laughs> a woman was found strangled to death with her own Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out she'd been talking ill of it on air when the gift giver decided to drive over and beat the bitch to death. I watched that video over and over and over. (laughs) That came out. It was so damn funny. All right, so those two are facing off against each other. 
and you get to vote. All four matchups. The uh, the voting is enabled as we speak. So if you want to jump ahead before we reveal what they are through the course of the morning, have at it. We would appreciate your participation. Uh, but it continues, and we'll get to our next matchup a little bit later on. Hey, quickly, I want to do a shout-out. I got this email. It says, uh, hey, gang, I know it's short notice, but as I'm listening to today's podcast on the 31st, uh, it occurred to me uh, to ask you guys for what you've been come to known as <laughs> a shark to celebrate my daughter's 18th birthday on Thursday, April 2nd. Her name is Tori Hershaft, and I think it's how you say her name, and uh, she deserves the celebration uh, all the celebration we can get for her. She beat leukemia at age nine. Awesome. Uh, sh- nearly straight A's throughout her entire high school years. Uh, she's grown up as as a proxy, Preston and Steve listener, while I mandate that it stays on the radio. And uh, we've made the trek to camp out every year, even as she was bald and in treatment for her leukemia. Uh, she loved movie night, by the way. Uh, she's an amazing young lady, and I'm doing all I can to make her birthday, everything it can be, while we're all isolating. Uh, thanks, you guys rock. And by the way, you know, her, her senior year experience is, is kind of in the toilet because of what's going on. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he, says, he says, thanks, that's from Joey Hershaft. So a shart out and a very, very happy birthday to you. Hopefully it's going to be a great one, Tori. Uh, you know what? I have a late birthday shart out. If you guys remember the DJ, Stephen Singer, we used to uh, yeah. work with him at uh, Maui yeah. on Saturday night. So his sister's name is, uh, or cousin maybe, Linda, and uh, she was celebrating a birthday yesterday. So for Linda Lou from Downingtown, happy belated birthday. Her name's Linda Lou? Yeah. Like how to give me three steps? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, she just calls herself Linda Lou. Okay, so. that's nice. Yeah. All right, so um, yesterday we had an extended discussion about uh, Tiger King. Yes. And uh, there's uh, there's been some, some bits of audio that have surfaced since yesterday, which are quite interesting concerning Tiger King. By the way, it was a very popular conversation. We got tons of feedback on it. Was it was huge, yeah. Um, but um, of all people, O.J. Simpson has decided to weigh in on the Tiger King. So, again, we talk about a guy who is desperate to be the O.J. of decades ago and uh, is totally seems to be totally looking to rewrite history to erase anything negative associated with him. But he did watch Tiger King, Preston, and had had his initial take on it and then an observation on one of the characters. By the way, is this from the video where he just got done playing golf and he's outside? It's always him just playing. He's always at the clubhouse, and it's always... It's on his Twitter account, yeah. All right, so uh, here's him talking Tiger King. Listen, I've had so many people on my case asking me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show, and oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched about six episodes of this show, and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people, what's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone. (laughs) The show is crazy, (laughs) but it's so crazy, you kind of keep watching. (laughs) But But the kicker is what he thinks about Carol Baskin. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) One thing I will say. There's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is uh, Tiger Shushimi right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Take care, and I hope you find something better to watch. Okay, all right. Okay, so how did bitch get away with murder? How does it? How do people think they can get away with murder? Let's for a moment and, oh, yeah. and 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 just humor me for a second. Give it to me. Yeah. Let's 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 entertain the idea that OJ didn't kill those people. Yeah, I'm with you. Why would you on earth record yourself saying 
that you believe someone is guilty of murder when there has been no trial, when there has been no evidence presented mm-hmm. on just watching a documentary. Oh my God. Why on earth would oh you God. do that? Anything you know that what I mean? redirects people back <laughs> to something that is clearly a large part of your current legend is so stupid, so stupid, he could have simply commented on the series. Yes. And now, but you remember, here's the guy who wrote the book, If I Did It. Yeah, yeah. This is how I would have done it. And explained how he would have murdered his ex-wife and Ron Goldman. There is such a detachment. Un-freaking real. So... If anything would sway a jury to believe she's innocent, it's O.J. saying she's guilty. Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. Well, anyway. That's O.J. for you. Uh, There's some other clips to play. So in the show, Tiger King, uh, there's this guy named Rick Kirkman. And Rick is, uh, he's essentially was filming a reality show about uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah. And he he also produced his his online show that, that Joe was doing. Um, that and, awesome show. Yeah, that awesome show. Oh my god! <laughs> but he, so he was right there uh, while this document. He wasn't filming the documentary. He was filming a reality show. The documentarians were filming a documentary. So all these cameras were all over he's the place all the time. Now part of the documentary. Correct. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he's the first guy yeah. that does the talking in the uh, in the show. Uh, so he had a few things to say. Um, Want to start with this? Uh, yeah, first it, one, it, talking about how accurate the documentary is. He says it's accurate and then adds some even uh, further context to it. All right, here we go. This documentary is so accurate, it's frightening. I've actually had nightmares the last <laughs> several nights since it's been airing. If anything, the documentary doesn't go far enough to show how crazy Joe was. So we started re-watching it yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and I we just finished it last right, week. Right, right, right. And we're watching it again, and... I'm glad I'm rewatching it because uh, it starts off with the the documentary crew, the director, on how he had the idea to do this in the first place. He was right. actually doing something else on snakes, on reptiles, and a guy pulled up who was buying snakes, and he goes, "Hey, look what I got in my van!" And he opens up the van. There's a snow leopard in there. Yeah, He's like, what are you doing with a snow leopard in here? And then he started to tell him about this, and he was like, "Okay." New direction here, folks. That's crazy. And, and he uh, even says, uh, uh, is this the kind of uh, environment, temperature-wise, for a snow leopard? Eh, they'll be fine. Um, yeah, so, uh, but he was uh, he was fascinated by it and, uh, and wanted to kind of expose that world. And then once he started finding these characters... Then the idea kind of shifted as Off well. Off and running. This that, uh, this is gonna. And by the way, there there is a, a series two in the works. Oh, is the this the one? What's that? Is, is that the Kate McKinnon one? Well, no, that's so that is the that is a fictionalized uh, version of. Uh, yes, Nick, Nick. Kate McKinnon is is going to play Carol in a uh, in a fictionalized version that was predicated off the podcast that was addressing this okay. whole thing for a while. There's actually going to be another docu series. That obviously picks up after this. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so I got an email from a guy named A.J. Brown yesterday, and he was listening to one of our old podcasts from November 6th of 2019. And he said, you guys were reporting on a new show coming out starring Kate McKinnon on a new station, and it was based on Joe Exotic and the podcast. He couldn't believe that he was listening to us talk about the Tiger King back in November of last year. And then he listened to yesterday's podcast too. So we were talking about it 
I mean, you know, it was probably one of those things that came up in entertainment sure. news that we kind and, of glossed over and moved on. And you know what, Nick? I, I wouldn't doubt it if we talked about Joe Exotic back when he was running for president. Absolutely. Right. We just, we just brushed just it know. off as, yeah. as, you know, another nut job who's doing something goofy. Yeah. And... There, there are tons of nut jobs out there. <laughs> yes. You lose track. Yeah. There's no way to track yeah. them all. Yeah. So, Wait, um, what is the podcast you guys are talking about? Is that... There, there, there was a, this story has been has been out there in various forms, and, I, and apparently Kate McKinnon was part of or became aware of this podcast that was addressing similar subject matter, including Joe and the peripheral characters. That's my basic understanding. Yeah, I, I could be wrong on so it. So I, th- I think that the, the the guy that made that podcast, we're going to have him on the show next week. If it's the okay. same one that we're talking about, it's an extensive podcast. Uh, he went and he lived for a week um, on the zoo grounds with Joe Exotic and interviewed him and, and all the other people uh, that are pretty much in this docuseries. But um, we're going to have him on next week. And we could have a few other characters on too, right, Kath? Yeah, so um, the girl, uh, Seth, who had her arm ripped off, she's yeah. going to call in next week as well. Wow. You know, okay. he's had, like uh, David Spade has gotten a lot of them on his uh, on his show because, mm-hmm. because honestly, you stop and think about it. He did Joe Dirt. Yeah. This is yep. this real is Joe yep. Dirt. For real. All right. Here's another clip of uh, Rip, Rick uh, Kirkman. Uh, this is about Joe euthanizing a horse. And apparently it's a pretty horrible story. So uh, here we go. Yeah, I have one story that I, I'll never forget. This one day. This poor old woman drove in with a horse trailer, and Joe said, Rick, get your camera, get your camera, come record this. And the lady was crying. She had a horse in this trailer that was so old she couldn't take care of it. And she said, Joe, can you take care of this horse for me? And he said, oh, of course, we will. I'll give him a nice pasture to run in. And the lady cried, and he hugged her. She drove off the park. By the time she got to the exit of the zoo, Joe told me, watch me, Rick, follow me with the camera. He walked right up to that horse trailer, pulled out his revolver, shot the horse in the head, then cut it up and fed it to the tigers. Oh that, that was Joe Exotic on a daily basis. Wow. Oh uh, so I, that footage must have been part of what burned up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And, no and doubt. That, was, that was his footage, which uh, yeah, yeah. When, when Joe was looking to eradicate all the uh, potential uh, incriminating evidence. Yeah, what was he thinking, though? Like saying, grab your camera and get this. What did he initially want that video for? I, I mean, he know. knew what the guy was doing Kathy, there. He was handing condoms to children yeah. when he was running for governor. <laughs> he had no... He was talking about his ex-husband's nutsack at his, at his funeral. This guy has no concept of what is decent in this world. In life. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then this last clip of uh, Rick saying um, Carol was essentially doing the same thing Joe was. Exactly, yeah. Here we go. I think you're dealing with uh, two, two peas in a pod. Uh, they're both one and the same. I think that Carol has done the same things that Joe has done for years, breeding cats, making money off breeding cats, and letting people come in and see the cats the only thing is that carol i don't know that i don't think she abuses the animals quite as bad as joe has but putting an animal in a cage is abuse in itself all right so interesting and did you say he's in norway now steve yeah the last i heard living there he lives in norway yeah yeah okay yeah somebody wrote an article on where they are now you know after the the documentary and um i did read that like it said norway but they couldn't confirm it um, and then, you know, where some of the other characters were. Wow. <laughs> it's just, I mean, there's, so apparently there's way more than enough for a second go at it. And because yeah. a lot of this was happening. So you're talking, uh, seven, six, seven, eight years ago, you so, know? Yeah. 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 They started the, the project took five years and obviously mm-hmm. they, I'm sure they took quite a bit of time to edit it together right. and, oh, yeah. Yeah. and uh, have it in, in uh, the proper order. All right. So I, I so 
Netflix will give these guys like one lump sum for their project or whatever? My guess is they bought this series completed, and then uh, now you have a situation where um, you know they they might throw some money into production. The, the, Netflix is very sort of uh, fluid in the way they approach different projects. Yeah, and so like, like sometimes with comedians, like you heard the deal they did with Chappelle. Right. Here's here is a couple of hundred million dollars. You do whatever you need to do, and we we get it. Right. Right. So I'm just wondering, you know. Netflix, did they know that this was going to be as popular? You no, know, how I, would you know? How would you know? So I'm, what I'm wondering yes. is, do the, the these filmmakers, do they get any extra money because of its popularity? Well, they would they would got, they would would get the money that they have. They may get bonused in some way, yeah. but what they do get is that they negotiate for a second series. Mm, there you go. And Netflix, they're the, not stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. where the money hits, most definitely. Wow. It's uh, it's it's pretty wild. I, I can't get enough of it, but... Uh, uh, I'm sure these clips are going to be coming uh, more often. Of the and, and now with that popularity, like we're going to have Saf on and, and they're they're doing these interviews, uh, we're going to hear more and more stories. You're going to st- miss. I want to see what level of celebrity they get. I you know when's so when's how soon before one of these people is sitting next to Alec Baldwin on Match Game? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you say, oh, that could never happen. Those days are gone. Yeah. Anything like that can happen. Yeah. Yeah, Kath, I mean, Kath, you, you actually spoke to a couple of these people, right? Um, well, I spoke to one. Okay. I spoke to the Seth. Uh, uh, I didn't actually, I spoke to, you know, representatives or agents for how, the other ones. How was Seth uh, uh, when you were? So nice. Like, compl- so nice. Identifies I, I, as, as male, correct? Yeah, so prefers the pronoun he. He, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, and again, I read that in an article, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, sometimes you want to hear that from the person themselves, yeah. right, before you start uh, to do that. Yeah, I think I it's, I think yeah. it's okay, sure. I mean, and I'm polite to say, by the way, uh, uh, yeah. what would you like to be referred to? Correct. But yeah. was more than willing to come on with us. And That's to, cool. Um, you know, uh, he or she is in California, and, you know, he said, I'll get up early, just let me know. And so, yeah, he's going to come on next week. And he's the one you like the most from the show, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, I, honestly, yeah. Yeah. And so Kathy was unsure of whether no, or not. No, 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 don't. Okay, then never mind. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, by the way. Uh... <laughs> okay. Kathy, she sent nudes just to entice. <laughs> no. oh. oh, wow. No, no don't. Wow. don't, don't. Uh, let me see here. Well, look I forgot, at, I look at a beaver. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We didn't have those at the zoo. You're into um, wildlife. Check out this beaver. Oh, here. Somebody uh, texted this. I love this. It says, hold my beer is now get the camera. Uh-huh. So, yeah. All right. Uh, a couple of things I did want to mention that, uh, you know, we're, we're all living a, a different life right now. And something that I did not under, I, I first read the, the headline on this and I didn't quite understand it. Uh, but coronavirus may make the weather forecast a little less accurate. And I'm like, well, how in the hell do you make that connection? Um, and it's because there is less air travel. And this is something that I never knew about meteorology and air travel. Fewer flights mean the weather predictions might get less accurate. The European Center for Medium Range Weather Forecasting said recently that aircraft reports are second only to satellite data in their impact on forecasts. Yeah, I, they get data from all these flights zipping around uh, the, the world as to what the weather conditions are, and then that goes into the database uh, for weather forecasts. I was aware I of that, no idea. but but bringing it up now, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, so so the uh, um, 
it's interesting because a lot of a lot of times, you know, you think about think about the amount of flights, think about the amount of air traffic. Yeah. Look at any time there are sites. Well, now you're going to see far less of it. But you remember, like they have shots of the difference of air traffic control screens, yeah. like after nine eleven, yeah. and before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so- I remember when when that happened, Steve. When the, when all of the flights were grounded, there were no planes in the air. First of all, it was really eerie. Like you you noticed that you didn't hear anything up in the sky. Yeah. But secondly, it, it directly impacted the weather. I remember weather reports um, and and meteorologists talking about it later because somehow the the lack of flights literally. Uh, warmed or cooled the planet just for a little bit of, of time. I saw, like, Kathy Orr the other night going, I don't know! Yeah. I don't know! <laughs> uh, but recently added satellite wind observations will help mitigate the drop in the number of aircraft-based operations. The issue is that one of the main sources of aircraft-based weather observations, <clears throat> excuse me, that's used in forecasts is the aircraft Meteorological Data Relay Program, which uses sensors and communication systems uh, from existing aircraft carrying travelers to collect, format, and transmit data. Wow. One expert says the European AMDAR coverage will be reduced by 65% or uh, or more over the coming month, which is currently expected to continue into the summer. So I that's that's interesting. I don't know if and you may have this article, Preston. I think I might have sent something like this to you, but that's tangential to this, which is the, um, you remember in uh, I Am Legend with uh, uh, Will Smith, the animals starting to reclaim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah, I have yeah. a story in San Francisco. Uh, it's in the, it's buried in the bizarre file. I can't yeah. get any stories and they, they get pushed down. But, um, yeah, coyotes are starting to, uh, to find their way into the city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of a little less human interaction. A little less traffic. Yeah. Taking crossing certain roads. Yeah. A little bit more possible. Yeah. Uh, also, real estate prices are simply more, uh, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and California's freaking expensive, it's hard. Man. And if you're a coyote <laughs> yeah. and you're looking to make ends meet... All right. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> no, I heard uh, last summer uh, about coyotes and, and what an invasive species it really is. Yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, from the uh, the guys that I was going through. Um, you were talking to some wolves. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my I guides. Hate those goddamn things. <laughs> when I was in the Southwest, we were hiking around, and the one dude, he basically is a, he's a coyote hunter. and uh, I'm a coyote hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they as you talk about the case, they, they, yeah. so they get into, into uh, in, in residential, so Kevin Smith was talking about it, you, you, like if you have any sort of pet or whatever, even a moderate-sized dog, yeah. they'll they'll make game of them, you know, yeah. it, it, it can happen. Yep, exactly. I'm a coyote. <laughs> I have a couple of other uh, stories that are, this is almost like the, um, just the, uh, the, the Corona uh, junk drawer. I need to come up with a name. Uh, of, of the just Corona cupboard. Uh, the Corona cupboard. That's right. We did yeah, that yeah, the yeah. other day. Okay. So <laughs> New Jerseyans. Oh, Corona activity. Actually, this is a Corona. Activity. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey. Hit, hit this. Okay. New Jerseyans are sacrificing uh, sacrificing a lot, obviously, during the uh, the outbreak. But you can still go fishing, and even earlier than usual, because officials announced on Tuesday the Garden State will open trout season. In fact, they opened it yesterday, oh! ten, 10 days before the traditional start for catch and release only. Online booze and trout. It's it all doesn't happening. get better. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's according to Commissioner Catherine McCabe. Uh, it's not an issue because the state uh, got a head start this year stocking lakes and streams. It so te- there's fish to go around. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> Fishing a stocked lake. 
Um, yeah, there's there's some purists who don't like. Uh, All and right, then there, uh, you know. Here's the deal. I went to one in Colorado and didn't catch one damn. Thing. Stop it! Really? I was, I was, yeah. I swear oh to God, my I took, God! It's I no guarantee. No, I was. It was near uh, Estes, Colorado, near Rocky Mountain National Park, and uh, the sign said, "Come on in. You're guaranteed to catch a fish." And then like a little asterisk, "Not guaranteed to catch a fish." And I, everybody, everybody that was standing there was pulling out trout and whatever else, and I, I didn't get one damn fish. We did it in the in the Poconos, Steve, and they had basically they had two ponds, right? Right. One that was stocked, and then one that was really, really stocked. And the idea is, you bring kids there so they can catch something, right? But you can't throw anything back. You have to basically, yep. you have to buy every, uh, you, know, you know, so. I know a couple places yeah, like that. Yeah, you have to take home whatever whatever you catch. And okay. You, and you got to clean it. Well, you can. Or did they have somebody fillet it for you? You can have somebody fillet it for All you. All right. Fillet a fill. So uh, I, I did, I'm sorry, Kathy, I know you want to comment, but I, I did a, um, I did an opening day fishing experience one time with this guy I worked with. I was working at a restaurant. He's like, yeah, me and my buddy are going to go, you know, the trout season starts tomorrow. You want to go? Yeah, sure. I've fished, you know, all yeah. my life with my dad. So, and I and I've done trout fishing as well. They weren't doing fly fishing; it was just regular, you know, real uh, cast reel. So we go, and it starts at the crack of dawn. Okay, so does, we go yeah. there overnight uh-huh. and essentially sleep in the car. You gotten drunk, you know, and so I felt like crap when I woke up. We're hey, eating cold pizza. Let's fart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, you go to the stream. And man, I mean, you stand shoulder to shoulder with hundreds of people. Oh, really? That's the way it was. So you're just out there in the nature, the quiet of right? thousands of people. And then, yes, these things are like that. And then you wait to hear a siren go off yeah. before you can. If if your oh if your bait touches the water before then. Like a game warden will come over and get you. Whoa! So uh, you know, and, and I will. I would never ever do that again. Ever. It was stupid. The whole purpose of fishing for me is is the sort of zen. I don't yeah. even need to catch a fish. Yeah. Just this, you know, that's the whole thing to be shoulder to shoulder oh, with a bunch and, of lunatics. Oh, and you know, you're gonna your lines are gonna get crossed. Absolutely. And, and everything. I ended. I, I cast, and one of the first casts I throw hooked the guy next to oh, me man. and hooked into his coat. <laughs> And it was, I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. And we spent like 15 minutes trying to get out of his coat without ripping it. And it was just stupid. <laughs> now, I don't know if that, where all that, I, I doubt that happens in New Jersey. This is in Missouri. I so, don't know. But. Like the Wissahickon Creek. Yeah. You know, uh, that's stocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you'll see a lot of people fishing there. So they stocked that. They stocked. That's my understanding. Right. Now, if anyone knows otherwise, but that's my understanding that they yeah. stock that every year. A lot, of, a lot of streams in our area will, Steve, you know, specifically for trout fishing, and right. they'll do it right before the season uh, so that, you know, it'll get people out it, It's a, it's a, to encourage people to go fishing. Steve, that was my question, though. The Wissicken Creek, and then also I was um, in Valley Forge Park, and this was a, a few months ago, but uh, somebody was fishing there, and I just looked at him. I'm like, what is he fishing for? What's in there? A lot of times you'll see people fishing, Kathy, especially down along the creek by where it comes up against the SEPTA bus station. You know, there's like a bridge. Yes, or, or, I know exactly I, what you're talking about. Why would you ever eat and are, anything? Are they eating it? Yes. Yeah, they're taking them. What, what, they're not mounting a foot and a half trout. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fishing can be, uh, it can be fun. It's it's like, um, it's kind of like skiing or snowboarding. Once you get over all that crap, you got to you gotta mm-hmm. lug around and get yeah. set up and prepped. And you finally get started doing it. You're like, okay, this is enjoyable. Not if you have the fishing pen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The fishing pen eliminates <laughs> all of your worries. Uh-huh. The yeah. only thing that I ever fished for with any sort of regularity were sunnies. And yeah, 
You don't eat those. That was just like fun fishing. Yeah, right, right, exactly. One of my favorite types of fishing, and again, I don't even care about catching the fish, is surf casting. Have you ever done that, Preston? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's just out on the beach. A lot of times you'd be off, you'd have to be off season. You can't go surf casting when people are actively swimming. Or you go at dawn. Right, right. And it's it's just, again, it's that zen experience. My favorite was uh, trolling. Uh, Trolling, yeah. yeah. We would do that, my dad, because we had a boat. and uh, (laughs) My dad was the worst fisherman. Oh, was he? Preston. He goes, he's like, I mean, he, he was, you know, he was he was Joe Cocktails, and I, I love him to death. He got, you know, the guy fought in World War II, and he's fantastic, but he could not fish to save his ass. Yeah. And so he goes, this is a uh, Johnny uh, Rico super-duper lure rig. It's an umbrella rig. Yeah. This is going to bring in the big ones. Ties the thing. Uh, puts it over, and before it even hits the water, the uh, line comes off the lure and just falls yeah, off. Bye bye. Just falls off. Yeah. <laughs> I have a pond oh, near do, my house. Do, does the does the dad does the fish swim down, grab it in his mouth, and kill itself, and float to the top, <laughs> and then bring it back to yeah. you? Bring it back to you. Uh, I have a pond near my house that my daughter was actually just talking about yesterday, wanting to try fishing. My my wife is convinced that there's no fish in there, but I I'm pretty sure I've seen people fishing there. Okay. And, I just don't have a fishing rod, but just use your arm and tie a string to it. Yeah. Well, Walmart's open, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can get fishing equipment there. Absolutely. All right, that's you where I get all my there. tiger food. But you're going to need to figure out what yeah. you're going to need to figure out what's in there and what kind of lure or bait you're going to need to use as well. So, uh, what kind of? But fish I mean, are if you want to start basic like worms or something like that, yeah. you can't go wrong. There's with actually <laughs> there's there's a bait shop right on Ridge. Yeah, uh, if you go, if you go over the bridge heading towards uh, Main Street, Maniac, right there, bait shop. We we used to use live bait all the time, Casey. It was either either worms, uh, minnows, or crickets. When we fished for sunnies, we used corn. Okay, oh. uh, that was a. And then when I um, popcorn, <laughs> no, not popcorn, <laughs> just regular corn. When I was camping with my kids at Ricketts Glen, yeah, dude, they had a vending machine at the general store with it was worms. A, yes, yeah, wow, it was yeah. a live bait. Vending machine, which I th- I had never seen anything like Chewing that. Chewing worms, but you have to get over if you're using live bait. You got to get over killing the bait, yeah. Too, so you would you know you'd hook the minnow like through its head or the the uh, the, the, the cricket right through its body, and you're killing it, you know. So, yeah. But, the only thing I like about fishing is seeing what other people caught. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I don't right. want to touch the bait. <laughs> I don't want to touch it. the fish. I don't want to touch the hook. I don't want to cast it out. Yep, all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so fishing, New Jersey, ten days early. You can do that. One more quick story. It's not a Corona activity. Oh. You can play the clip if you want to. Corona activities. Uh, but what are the Scientologists doing during this time? Uh, you know, so uh, Leah Remini just uh, posted something about um, warning people. Apparently there is something, and I forget exactly what it was. If you can, Connor, maybe if you can look for it, about um, something she was very, um, she was furious about. What they were recommending or, or how to treat corona or yeah. how to ignore corona warnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good question, though. Well, some of the, some religious leaders are kind of, um, what's, and, and listen, the overwhelming majority aren't. But some are kind of thumbing their nose at this, uh, this issue. Uh, and it looks like Scientology, if you want to call it a religion, uh, is David Miscavige is doing the same thing. He's actually released a statement. Okay. Um, I, we haven't heard from him in a I long, know, a long time. time, right? So Scientology has been uh, very careful, uh, not allowing uh, a briefing that was done by Miscavige to leak out to the public, telling Scientologists that they must come down to see it in person. 
Uh, now a copy was leaked by this uh, organization that I found is David Miscavige explaining why L. Ron Hubbard's birthday celebration scheduled for March 13th in Clearwater had to be canceled and how he plans to deal with the pandemic, particularly at Sea Org facilities where members are packed in tight quarters and have little to no privacy. Uh, apparently he's furious and he doesn't like being told what to do about pandemic by uh, government officials. Uh, to that end, he's telling the troops that whatever the government says, Scientology is going to keep things as much business as usual as possible. And he reassures employees that their workplaces are being thoroughly cleaned with products chosen after, quote, much research that will kill not only the coronavirus, but any virus, bacteria or germ infestation. Uh, this means nothing really to Sea Org members who come to contact with workers all the time and may be infected. So they, they so they canceled the event, the big gathering. Yes. So, but he's saying because they, they had to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, in the days since Miscavige put out the message, Sea Org member staffers and public are still being encouraged to congregate for courses and video shows that the Sea Org is not using uh, social isolation. I wonder what the status is like in Clearwater, where they're you know they they, have, they it's it's blocks and blocks of buildings. Um, well, you never see a lot of people out and about. Uh, but even though they're they're barreling into the pandemic completely unprepared, uh, Miscavige has told them that they are the most prepared organization on earth. Absolutely, and they don't dare disobey him. So we'll see how that. Wow. Works out. So nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing, nothing, has, nothing's changed not. there. Yeah. What about uh, what about Mormons? Because so much of what they do is is going out on missions, um, you know, and, and going door to door. I would imagine they've had to halt all. Yeah, of that, right? yeah. I, mean, I, have, I haven't heard any reports that they're continuing. So I usually the stuff you're hear the news you're hearing now is is people that are 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 going against bands so not hearing about that maybe tells me they're adhering to it yeah yeah. you 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 don't want to risk your yeah so again yeah it's 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 for for many people devoutly religious it it is is an essential part of their day but you got to play it smart yeah Yeah. all right uh anyhow that's uh from the corona covered um and the corona activities case if you want to hit it go ahead why why wouldn't you want to hit it uh, let's let's give away something. I have a copy of nineteen seventeen on DVD. Great movie. And I'll take callers ten and eleven, and I will set you up with that right now. Two one five two six three WMMR. It transcends the category of classic war movies uh, with more scale, action, and suspense. You can own it today, but we'll set you up with that. Callers ten and eleven. Two one five two six three WMMR. All right, coming up, we got the B file. We got MMR's Rock Refund. We have our friend G Love joining us shortly. So make sure you stay with us. We have some other guests too. I'll tell you about them when we return. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Uh, why don't we go ahead and do the Bizarre File? Because I got some stories ready for you. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All righty. Let us begin with this. This is a pretty messed up story, man. The impact of this man's 2005 Peterbilt tractor trailer was so powerful that Dennis Gilbert thought that he had hit another car and possibly killed someone on the New Jersey Turnpike. This was last week this took place. As it turned out, uh, he was the one who was almost killed by a cinder block that was thrown from an overpass. What? He ended up with a smashed windshield and a face full of glass. No life-threatening injuries, though. A cinder block. Uh, and the incident is similar to one three years ago in the same area in which a man died. You guys may remember this. I do. A 50-pound dumbbell tore yes. through his windshield. Uh, Gilbert, the owner of Greenview Land Sculpting, was holding a load of trees. He had just come off the Delaware Memorial Bridge as it was headed north around uh, milepost 5. He saw something unusual in an overpass. 
Uh, he saw a pickup truck stopped on the Pensgrove Auburn Road overpass. No signs of traffic backup. As he drew closer, he saw at least two young men standing near the pickup. He was going about 70 miles an hour when he passed under the bridge, and boom. He said, I got a face full of glass. I couldn't see anything. My whole face was bleeding. Gilbert was all uh, able to maneuver his truck Jesus. to a safe stop after the block hit his truck. It bounced off and smashed another truck's windshield. That driver pulled over to help Gilbert, who was disoriented. He tried to understand what had just happened. He asked, did I kill somebody? Thought he had hit a car. Yeah, yeah. The other driver explained uh, that he saw a cinder block hanging from the overpass by an orange and black rope just before the impact. So somebody did that purposely. Uh, yeah, on they purpose. timed it to hit the front that of that awful. truck. It's horrible. It's virtually murder. Yes. Uh, it's attempted murder. Uh, he said, it didn't even register in my mind that these kids threw something over the overpass. The impact felt like a hit a car. As, I wa- as he waited for help, the pain from glass was excruciating. He said, I was trying not to blink. It felt like there were razor blades between my eyelids and my eyes. It was very painful. It's not clear this incident could be related to the January 9th, 2017 case in which a 75-year-old Mercer County motorist driving the same area uh, was struck by a 50-pound dumbbell. State police investigating that case said that at the time it was unclear if the weight had been tossed from an overpass or fell from another vehicle. Because I remember that part of it. They were considering it maybe uh, falling from another sure, vehicle that sure. was traveling ahead of it. Yes, what's wrong with people? Police are investigating uh, that incident. Wow. Some folks will do anything to defy a near global order to stay home and engage in social distancing. Take one crafty home lockdown dweller who went incognito as a shrub just to go outside (laughs) without being caught. This is in the U.K. Okay. Nicholas Murray and Madeline My Davies, a young couple from Stephen Gate in the U.K., say they caught a neighbor attempting a bushy breakout and captured the stunt on camera. They shared it on TikTok, garnering more than 700,000 views. Murray shared two different clips of the prank. Uh, In the video, a bush with two legs can be seen scuttling from the top of a driveway down the neighborhood drag. Fred, is that you? No, I'm a shrub. Uh, It's just a bush. Pay no attention to that bush. Uh, The video follows the person in disguise as they scurried and somersaulted through the street, apparently showing off for whoever might catch it. So they were kind of having some fun with it. I'm I'm shrubbery, actually. uh, They appear to be returning to their home with a grocery bag in hand. That's a new costume to get. Here's another story out of England. A driver ignored the coronavirus lockdown and made a 220-mile round trip to pick up some windows that he had bought on eBay. And he was stopped by the police... And in apparently, it, this is in Cheshire, where officials discovered his wife was in the trunk because the windows had taken up all the room in the car. <laughs> she was in the trunk of the vehicle, and the windows were in the vehicle. That is correct. Uh, police tweeted details of the extra- Give me a favor, love. <laughs> extraordinary incident. His, they said his wife could not fit in the vehicle, so she was traveling in the boot for the return journey when he was stopped on the M6. M6. M6 Cheshire. So they, I'm sure they ticketed him for that. Uh, teachers, are, of course, are stuck at home, too. And now one has broken a Guinness World Record. Carrie Swidecki of Bakersfield, California, played the video game Just Dance for 138 hours and 34 seconds to break the record. How do you do that? No way. 138 hours. Uh, she says uh, she became interested in the movement-based video game about 20 years ago when she started playing uh, Dance Dance Revolution. 
Her interest in both games has led her to six Guinness World Records. Longest video game marathon, longest video game marathon on a dance game, longest video game marathon on a just dance game. No breaks? Longest video it's game gotta be. marathon on a rhythm game, longest video game marathon on a motion sensing dance game, and most high scores achieved on a dance video game series in 24 hours. So, yeah, Steve, I would imagine she'd have to be able to take that. <laughs> not, right, so. not unless that's the most disgusting yeah. record you could possibly. You're bathed in your own crap. Yep. All right, and we'll wrap it up there. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. couple things on the way. Uh, we have an announcement at 9 o'clock concerning an MMR event that I think you want to know the details on. Uh, also, we're going to be speaking to Ty Burrell of Modern Family. Yeah, he's and great. We're also going to talk to uh, Akbar uh, Bajab. We're enough with this Baja name. Baja Bia Mila. I have to have it written phonetically. Baja Bia Mila. There's too many damn letters. But he's great. He's been in our studio before. He's from American Ninja Warrior. We're going to talk to him. He's a really inspiring guy. Yes. And uh, when we return, we're going to talk to G Love. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So we'll take a break. Come back in a second with all of that good stuff on this Thursday morning. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's do our matchups. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush All right, we got four matchups today, and the next ones that are going head-to-head and that you will be able to vote on are the following. Is this the new Pearl Jam song? We'll face off against Butthole Magazine. Oh, wow. Let's remind you what those videos are about with short clips of each. So here's the first one. Is this a new Pearl Jam song? New music? Pearl Jam? Just a, a clip of it. Let's check this out. Sinker. <laughs> that was a good prank. It was very that was good. A yeah. Solid prank from Casey. All right. Uh, and then that is going to go up against this video, Butthole Magazine. Let's uh, take a little listen to that. Here we go. Steve, what are you reading? I'm reading Butthole, Preston. <laughs> oh, Telling me how to get a more effective home theater. <laughs> it apparently works better if you put the cord through your butthole. Huh. <laughs> Oh, this is the 10 tastiest cheeses for the holidays. Uh, many of them are better if you put them in your butthole. <laughs> Some guy with an ascot on. Everything. Everything. Lord, Lord Buddington. An ascot. In butthole. An abscot. Oh, my 
God. Okay. All right, so who's going to win that face-off? Those two videos up against each other. The new Pearl Jam song versus Butthole Magazine. Watch the videos, honestly. Yeah. There, there's, there's more in it than just the audio clips. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com and uh, watch the videos, place a vote, let us know. <laughs> we, they, they're all up for voting now. You yeah. can do that. And uh, we have just a couple more that we're rolling out through the course of the morning. But if you want to jump ahead, watch all the videos and vote, you can certainly do that now. Um, our next guest is on the line and ready to go. We haven't talked to him in a long time. It's about, yeah, but man, we go back with this guy. Way back, WDRE days. And uh, he's been, like everybody else, stuck at home and uh, trying to find ways to uh, help entertain his fans, which is an awesome thing because yeah. we all use a little bit of entertainment. And everybody, everybody's getting, even though we have all these distances right now, everybody's getting up close and personal. Yeah. And looks into their personal lives that you may not have uh, have known about. You're getting to see their unclean houses. That as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's get him on board. Some Philly love for the one and only Mr. G Love. Yeah. This morning, yo, G Love. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm awake. You're awake. <laughs> That's good to know. Hey, where are you these days, bud? I'm in. I'm. I'm a farmer now. You're a farmer. I'm in. I'm. I'm living in Cape Cod. Ah, oh, Cape Cod's beautiful. <laughs> I've never been to Cape Cod. I've always wanted to go to Cape. Cod. Lots of great white sharks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. White sharks. Imagine this. Imagine me. Yeah. I got my overalls on. I got. I got baby chicks. I got chickens. Wow. Seriously. I go down, I go down, dig some clams, I dig some oysters, I grow marijuana. Wow. Ah. <laughs> hey, speaking of the chickens, are, are you raising them for eggs? Yes, man. This is a doomsday situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, so, so which, which crop do you protect the most? I assume it's the pot. Uh, well, yeah, well, the pot hasn't started growing yet, but uh, oh. we got so much pot from last year. So you got to try and smoke as much as you can before the. Well, somebody's somebody's got to do it. <laughs> what it what a what a switch for you? How long have you been living this lifestyle? <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a real complete switch for about uh, three weeks now. Oh, the right. tour got canceled. Right, right, exactly. But yeah, no, we we've been up here for. Um, I guess we've been up here for about three three years now. Okay, well, it's, right. it's a it's a great honestly. There's a there's a great vibe to it. I always use the word zen because it's, you know it's a place where you can sort of you know clear your mind. It, it is gorgeous, and uh, you need that. Where would the tour have been had you been out and had all this not occurred? It's like the Jersey Shore, except for it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm just gonna. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you wake and bake this morning, G, right? No, I'm just a little punchy when you wake me up before noon. <laughs> but you're a farmer. Are you, you're the only farmer who sleeps He sleeps noon. in. <laughs> I'm not really a farmer, man. I'm trying to be a rock star. It's just that now there's no more rock in I, I imagine these, these coops full of full of dead chickens and wilting crops and all this. Uh, so so where, where where was the tour supposed to be at this point? Well, actually, I would have—I literally would have been getting home um, on Mon- Sun- this past Sunday or Monday. So I, right. I, we we missed the, the last three weeks of the tour. But yeah, I mean, I found out. Um, I found out. I mean, uh, we're supposed to be on tour with. Um, well, you know us. We're always touring, but we're just, the next tour was going to be the next big thing. We were going to Japan, and then wow. we we're going to Australia in May. Those got canceled, and I. 
I thought we were supposed to go at Steve and Marley um, all across the U.S. in June. That's canceled. We got big uh, shows in Red Rocks in California with, like, Dirty Heads and, again, with the Avid Brothers. I have not heard if they're canceled yet or not. But my manager, Jay, he did say uh, we'd be off till um, October. <laughs> I was like, are you <laughs> oh, yeah, that's got to be wild for you. So, so I know you've been filling the time uh, doing some some stuff online on Instagram and Facebook. What have you been doing? Well, for one thing, I'm just trying to trying to make some money for groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've been um, I, I've been doing guitar lessons, songwriting oh. lessons online. So I got like, and my wife's booking me like crazy. So I got like. Uh, 12 lessons this week and oh, and that's been actually like that's been awesome just to make connection with uh these fans i, th- I think i'm gonna try to make this re- actually <laughs> actually one of the kids is for, is from uh from philadelphia from reading oh. he's a 13 year old kid named noah and this guy plays guitar and piano awesome and he writes these great songs we've been writing songs together actually the the last one we we started working on was called philly love and it goes, um, come with me, let's take a ride. We're going downtown Philly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's great. Still, it smells like a hit, though. But um, <laughs> and, and then I, I actually go, I go, uh, I go. Well, you guys are MMR, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I go. I go, um, that shows you how long I've been living out of, out of place. <laughs> the, the, the line in the verse goes, goes, Holland notes playing on MMR, baby, you still make my dream come true. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh-huh. Do it. Record it. Yeah. I, I mean, it. you know, when, when, you, when, you're, when you're done cultivating the pot crop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, so we've, been doing the, we've been doing the lessons, uh, and then I've been doing, actually, tonight I do live streams. Uh, tonight I have one. Today, a Thursday, 4 p.m. I do them um, on Facebook Live, G Love and Special Sauce, and at Philly G Love on Instagram. That's great. Um, I go live, and then I will donate half of the proceeds. It's like a tip-based thing, so people can, you know, go on Venmo or PayPal, and then they can send a tip if they want. Uh, and then half of the money for tonight, for instance, will go to the staff and local crew at. The First Avenue um, venue, which is a legendary venue in Minneapolis. Um, so just kind of trying to raise some money for, you know, other people in our industry that are that are that are stuck at home. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of people getting uh, that are affected, obviously, in, in all kinds of industries. So people are starting to focus on the ones that are that yeah. they have a direct connection to. I totally get that. I want to go back to the to the lessons for a second, G. When when you set these up, is it is it one on one or are you doing um, or are people jumping on board and, and watching you stream these lessons? Yeah, no, no, it's it's a one on one. That's through, cool. You know, through the Zoom platform. Okay, yeah, it's, it's 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 cool. Um, and then I've been <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But what? <laughs> the other thing I got is the there's this app called Cameo. Yeah, yeah. you're doing Cameo. Yeah, I do Cameo. Yeah, pretty shout outs, man. Yeah, I finally learned how to play Happy Birthday. <laughs> so, yeah, Cameo is this thing. And every uh, the celebrities, we had uh, Gilbert Gottfried in. He was pitching his Cameo account. Yeah, they and do you, of all uh, levels. Yeah, all yeah. levels. And yeah. they, you, 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 uh, you, you pay a little bit of money, and somebody like G-Love will, will do a uh, message or even sing Happy Birthday for you. Are you enjoying yeah. that? I have to say, I mean, I am. I, I, I 
you know, I, 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 I forwarded it to one of my musician friends who will remain unnamed, and he was like, oh, that's just selling your soul for a buck. <laughs> and I was like, well, not really. It's like the fans go crazy for it. It's like, it, you know what? You know what? You, you kind of talked about earlier. It's like, it, it's like a, it's a new age of, um, if you want to make the best of what's where we're at right now, it's a new age of like connectivity. So, yeah. I mean, it was going in that direction anyhow, but. Um, you know, you know, as musicians, you know, we, we spend all these years kind of connecting, you know, that's what we do. Right? We go out down stage and we, we try to connect. Yeah. So, uh, that's the kind of bottom lines are like, we spend all this time connecting and, and just, these are just opportunities to really, if you look at it on a, on that level to really make a strong connection with some with some people you know? agreed agreed it's it's a um it's a way to get uh up close and personal if you can't be there in person uh this this connection that you make for whomever you may sing happy birthday to or wish or, or you know yeah. get well soon or something like that they're going to carry that for the rest of their lives they're going to find uh their connection with you even more special they're, they're probably going to pay even more attention to your music so i, I don't think the idea of of doing that is selling out in no. fact you sell tickets to your show for crying out loud yeah. so you know it's, yeah 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 I think yeah. if you yeah. really wanted to sell out, I would sell like my song to I don't know, like Coors Light or something like that. <laughs> hey man, I did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, who was it who said uh, it? Might have been Joan Jett. Yeah, Joan Jett said she she used to. Uh, uh, she uh, I'm never going to sell the rights to my songs. I'm never going to sell it. <laughs> and, and then eventually she she said, and I realized, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but look, here's the thing. In, in the 90s when we were all coming up, that was a real thing. So yeah. That was a real thing. Like, oh, my God, if you're going to uh, put your music in a movie or a commercial, that was sellout material. And then uh, Bob Dylan did the Victoria's Secret commercial. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So at that point, it was like, oh, Bob Dylan did it. And then, you know, and then, you know, the Beatles had Revolution and the Nike commercial. So it really changed, like, the whole paradigm. And from that point, it's like, oh, it's no, it's it's yeah, we'll it's, that money. it's dumb yeah. because I'll tell you why. I've actually gotten turned on to artists because I heard a song in a commercial that mm-hmm. I liked. Mm-hmm. So it, you're you're it, you're advertising your product as well. Oh yeah, and nowadays it's like the state where the music business is because you know, even before all this mess, uh, it, you know, it's just hard to get through all the noise. Um, you know, you're you know. It went from in the 90s to get a commercial was a sellout to now artists, including myself, are hiring a team of people to go out and actively try to get you commercials. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just a different, it's, you know, the business has changed. But, um, you know, so that being said, like, yeah, whatever, man. I, you, what do you want me to do? You want me to put on a subway suit with Jared? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. No, not like Jared. Don't do what Jared did. But listen, you got you you got bills to pay and and you got mouths to feed and a new one, from what I understand, as well. Yeah, well, that guy. Okay, so look, <laughs> that guy peed on me last night. So <laughs> he's got a new baby. That's who. That's who he's yeah, talking about. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about a house guest. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a new baby. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. My wife, Kelsey, um, which seems so, feels so weird to say something like my wife. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> not my girlfriend, my current girlfriend. But yeah, my, my wife, Kelsey, she's a wonderful woman, and she holds down the fort. Uh, and she she had a fever last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know whether she, she has it or not. It got up to 102. 
uh, she, it's fine now. She, the fever broke in the middle of the night, <clears throat> and I, and um, but I did take the baby. She's like, I need some space in bed tonight, so I took the baby, whose name is also Garrett, on the couch. Oh. At least, at least that's on the couch, and this was the first night that I actually had to like do the nighttime thing with the with the infant. God, your nipples must be sore. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I uh, shaved the nips beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and then, like, what did you know? Like, 5 a.m., I'm like, oh, yeah, I go to change his diaper. He's got a number two. I change the diaper. I'm putting the cream on, and then he pees all over. <laughs> First night with Dad, man. Well, I'm sure that wasn't a commentary on your care. It's just, uh, I think that's probably part, that's that's a standard thing, right? I think you've been christened, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're so punchy this morning, man. Yeah, man. Well. We, we, we got yep. babies. We got a hot tub. We're, we're good, man. <laughs> we're riding out the... Uh, yeah, we're riding out the storm here. And it, it will end. With these, uh, with these kind of live concerts in home that you're doing uh are, are people able to you know request songs for you to play or anything along those lines how how you doing it oh yeah i should have said that yeah the, the whole that's the whole thing to get like all requests set so you know i'm going live and then i'm i mean it's not like it's some kind of high-tech production thing it's my wife's cell phone my cell phone sitting on a table looking at me and i i graffitied a sign that has uh the name of the show, the home show pop off. And then, yeah. So people are putting their requests in the comments. Um, and I'm trying to read the next request while playing the current one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun though. But yeah, again, like, you know, just trying to, it's, it's just fun, man. It's fun to interact. And what? I think it's been really lifting people up. Uh, you know, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are at home, you know, wondering what to do, especially people yeah. with kids. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, my God. No, it's it's a big thing. It means a lot. It means a lot. Music is definitely very uh, liberating. And right now, listen, you got you got you, you can't focus in on the news. You'll go nuts if you look at the news. You get through all this. And what you're doing means a lot. But to point a point, I think Preston made earlier, I think so. You probably always sort of flirted with this tech for a while. But now this is really expedited your immersion into it and i think well it sounds like you're seeing new opportunities for yourself by getting into this and maybe you get a better camera and maybe you get a little light rig and all yeah. that stuff yeah. and this can be another avenue for uh for your art well you know it's a good point and and actually i got yelled at twice yesterday by two of my artist friends um one was cisco adler uh and one was mahali the singer from twiddle and uh because they're like, well, do you have, you know, Logic or you got a uh, outside interface? I'm like, I got my phone, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you need to bridge that gap. You need to kick it up a little bit. Yeah. I, guess, I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess so. And especially, you know, considering that I'm, I might be off the road till um, October. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to – I think we're – yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a bit of a I rabbit. learn. It's a bit of a rabbit hole, man, because you, you, you learn that you have to buy this thing, then you got to buy that other thing, and then you got to buy two of these things, and you got to run them through this. But just you go on YouTube and, and do a quick search on, on how to do great, you know, streaming or, uh, you know, home videos, and, and you'll, you, you can order the stuff online, and, and you'll get up and running. Because I have been surprised, Steve, as well, that, that I've noticed some, some really, um, you know, top-level musicians 
don't have good broadcast equipment or recording equipment no. at home. I was surprised. It's pretty amazing. And so for you, Gary, if you have, uh, do you have a you have a Mac? My my wife does. So on on that, on that Mac, I guarantee you, if it's within the past couple of years, has GarageBand. Fiddle around with that. That's yeah. oh, you, no, I, I I'm pretty I'm good on GarageBand. There you yeah. go. Yeah, uh, uh, Garrett. <laughs> I, I, I get off. I'm getting yelled at for the. T- it's, it's not even nine a.m. and I'm already getting yelled at for <laughs> my lack of technical. <laughs> Listen, but the but the way you said you laughed when you said my wife does. I'll bet you're just like me and Steve. She handles everything, <laughs> yeah. doesn't she? Oh, dude, she's. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. She's the bomb. The bomb. dot com. Yeah, and like plus, and then you know, it's funny. It's funny how it's funny how it goes because uh, it's not like I'm an untechnically advanced guy. It's just that my wife's younger and she's more technically advanced than me. Yeah. And then my my oldest son's eighteen and he's like, you know. He has a studio upstairs in his room. I just don't know how to use it. <laughs> right. Of course. Oh. And he and he's going to keep it that way. So wait, wait. What's your, what's your 18-year-old like? Uh, is he, um, I, I assume he's, songwriter? he's a songwriter? Is he like you? What kind of styles he got? Well, he was going to mass art. He's going to art school up in Boston before it shut down. But um, he, he, he is. He's a great musician. And um, he actually has two records out. Uh, on Spotify, um, his his stage name, his artist name is Clear Cola. Um, Clear Cola, like, yeah, Clear Cola, yeah, uh, like the '80s Pepsi. Yeah, yeah I remember okay. that. Yeah, spelled with C's or K's or what? Uh... Uh, with C's. Yeah, okay, Clear, Clear yeah. Cola. Okay, Clear, we'll check Clear. him out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, it's not rock and roll. It's it's more like kind of kind of downbeat hip hop kind of okay. stuff. But it's, right. it's pretty cool. Well, you had mentioned uh, Twitter earlier. Are you um? So what, do, what do you consider yourself? Are, are do you do you um you gravitate? float it you float in and out of genres. you really do? But like Twiddle's like a, a that's a jam band right there. What do, what do you yeah. consider yourself? Well, you know we 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 well that's kind of been the problem. Because <laughs> you cause that's <laughs> that's kind of been the problem. That's been the problem the whole time of my career. We've never quite fit into a box. I mean, I I yeah. say we do hip hop blues, but we're we're really kind of like rootsy, yeah. you know, rock and roll with a with some hip hop influence at times. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, we we're we're on, we're we're a part of the jam band. Uh, world and we're also part of the blues world. Yeah, but and, you're also you know you had mentioned the Avid Brothers earlier, and they're like bluegrass yeah. Americana. So right. uh, that's this is pr- pretty interesting. It's I mean it's all <laughs> right in my wheelhouse of of stuff that I that I like to listen to. So, well, you know, not to like name drop or toot my own horn, but like th- that's pretty like we you know our first record back in 1994 has really influenced a lot of amazing musicians like. Um, how do I know? Because they told me. But like, there's in particular, there's one show in Pontiac, Michigan, the first time we came through there in '94. And over the years, Kid Rock told me he was at that show. Huh. Jack White, Jack White was at that show, and both heavily influenced by what we do. And you know, like everybody from the Avery Brothers, Jack Johnson, Slightly Stupid, um, a lot of a lot of people have you know kind of been influenced by our sound and and a lot more in, in different genres. So I, I have no doubt of that. We you can definitely tell it from 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 different artists. I saw your show you did a show at uh on uh the beach in in uh, Brigantine a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And, and uh it was great. I mean and so I I thought I knew your sound and was very excited. The show was great, but there was there's all sorts of different stuff going on in your show and I I mean um yeah, so 
I, what could be uh, considered a bit of a curse in marketing you is a blessing in your wide variety of capabilities. So, you, I mean, take that for what it's worth. It's it's great that you have all that in your toolbox. Oh, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Um, you know, I, while you were saying, I was just remembering because the other thing about it is that because, you know, we we have so much so many different influences that we do wear on our sleeves. You know, it, it also enables us to, to be on a wide variety of bills. And then um, and then I was remembering this past summer where, you know, back to that song again, Philly Love, we were out on tour with Hall & Oates. Ah, that's, yeah, I mean, how how great is that? Are, are they are they a, uh, a joy to uh, to tour with? I mean, their band and their crew and, and, and uh, Daryl and John are the nicest guys. And uh, their show is awesome, man. I mean, talk about, like, first of all, their show's sold out or almost sold out every night. And you're talking about, you know, yeah. 10, 10 to 20,000 people. And, um, <laughs> it's all hits, man. Yeah, and you're just like, mm. oh my god, and you know, it, it really takes you takes you on a trip, and um, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. The the crowd, the the you know, you know, it, it's hard to be an opening act for a for a huge classic rock act because, as you guys know, especially in Philly, like, or if you ever go to a concert to see, you know, one of the legendary classic rock bands. The last thing you want to see is the opening act. <laughs> that's not true, though. That, I mean, that's absolutely not true. You, you had mentioned the Avid Brothers, and I went and saw them play. They opened for uh, Zach Brown, and I didn't even – I went for the Avid Brothers. And, and uh-huh. I was thinking, you know, for anybody that was there for Zach Brown, man, you guys are really in for a treat here because, right, right, right. Uh, you know, I've loved the Avid Brothers for years and years and years. And then I actually, as a result – was turned on to Zach Brown. So, um, yeah, and so if there are opening acts, I try to get there as early as possible because it's like, all right, let me let me see if I can open my eyes and ears to something and I wouldn't nor uh, right, I remember so- King Kings of Leon opening for you too. Yeah. And yeah. so the the way I look okay, at it is like well, if, if if I like a band and that band likes a band, I might be right. more inclined to listen to a band that that a band that I like li- listens to yeah. if that makes any sort of sense. <laughs> Jeez, oh, I wish more people were like you. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's in Cape Cod going now, son of a bitch. <laughs> I just got pissed on last night. <laughs> hey, you've opened for uh, uh, for Jimmy Buffett before. You did it at Citizens Bank Park. How did that audience treat you? That was I. That was that went well. That was cool. Um, the funny thing about that show was like, all right, so I got to worry. You know, Jimmy's going to have you sit in. I'll come play your harmonica on "Son of a Sailor." Um, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting in the wings during his show and then here comes son of a sailors coming up next on the set list. So, you know, I'm by the monitors. Yeah. They give me my in-ear monitors, the, the, uh, stage managers going, all right, gee, get ready. He's going to, he's about to call you up. And then he doesn't call me up and just starts the song. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the, the guys are going, just go, just go, gee, go, go. I'm like, I'm not going out there. Uh, you know, I'm not going out there and just bum-rushing the stage in front of, you know, 100,000 people at Citizens Bank for Jimmy Buffett. And they're like, no, you're going. Go, go. Just walk out. And then I walk out, and, and then Jimmy's head started the verse, and he goes, oh, there's no, he He'd forgotten. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I would be like you. I'd be like, no, I guess he made a call not to have me out here. I don't want to look like a dick. Yeah. But, yeah, no, but uh, – and we did another show with uh, – well, we've done a bunch of – uh, spots with 
with Jimmy Buffett. Um, and, uh, uh, he's, he's great too. You know, like his daughter, Savannah and I are really, are really close friends. So, um, you know, gotten to kind of hang with those guys on vacation and get to know Jimmy. That's cool. Have you flown in any of his planes? I haven't, but I've been on his yacht when he had it. Hey, oh, there you go. Nice. Wow, that'll I was, do. I was I was rooting through his fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was smoking some of his weed. <laughs> nice man. Well, listen, no, uh, no Citizens Bank Park right now, but uh, you do have your, you know, your living room to to jam in. We got to wrap up, but we'll point people in the direction okay. if they want to see you performing. Do they go on on Instagram or Facebook or how how are they going to do that? Yeah, just tune in today to, um, if you want to just find out more about me, go to at Philly G Love on Instagram, at G Love on Twitter, G Love and Special Sauce on Facebook, and Philadelphonic.com. Yes, Philadelphonic.com okay. is our homepage. Um, but today's show is 4 p.m. EST, live on that Instagram or Facebook. And then Saturday will be at um, 4.30 p.m. EST. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you guys so much for waking me up early. Uh, now, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do now, right? I'm going to build this chicken coop for my baby chick. <laughs> there you go, right, man. man. Save us some eggs. Hey, it's good to talk to you, Garrett. We hope you, uh, we that we touch base again soon, okay? Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Preston. Thanks, Steve. And uh, a big shout-out to everybody in Philly. Hey, everybody stay positive. Yep. You know, don't let it get you down. And, hey, look, you got if, – if you're laid off like a lot of us uh, – do something you haven't had time to do, like read the Iliad. Yeah. There you go. Read the Iliad. Yeah. You've heard it from G Love. Oh, I love it. All right. Yeah. G Love. Thanks, Garrett. Take care, man. We'll see you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's hilarious, man. He was definitely punchy. I mean, he's always he's always been a, a personality, but he's a little goofy in the morning. I love it. Man. I love that he's in a good place. And, and you're right. I mean, he, he'll be there'll be a time where he'll be back around. Go see yeah. the show. Yeah, and it's yeah. it, and it's uh, obviously I just think of him a lot. Him as a farmer, Preston? Uh, it, that's hilarious. I, I'm glad he went down to that. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We got more guests on the way. And uh, we also have uh, an announcement that we have to get to uh, concerning an MMR event. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically, we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, first up, the matchups. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. The third out of the four that we're going to highlight through the course of today's show. All the voting is enabled. You can vote on all the ones. So we're just rolling them out for you. So in the Hey Bitches region of our brackets, we have Manthe's Kitchen versus Taylor Swift's Stalker gets a job. This is the second Manthe appearance, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we oh, had yeah. one earlier today. We had Manthe's Alexa. Now it's Manthe's Kitchen. 
Let's listen in, shall we? I'm going to pound my meat. Oh, then, my. Okay. You need a cooking show. Cooking with Mandy. Yeah, oh, my God. Hi, everyone. Hola. Hola. It's Mandy's kitchen. It's they. We're making enchiladas. <laughs> and I'm sure you had a garnish just right. <laughs> Make sure you get the Philly accent in there. So, so you don't have to order it on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own home. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Manthe. I love Manthe. I don't even remember the exact the flash point for Manthe when that occurred, but it seems to be like that Manthe's been around forever. It does. All right, Manthe's kitchen is going up against Taylor Swift's stalker getting a job. Let's play that clip. A man who broke into her home in 2018 was arrested for trying to get inside again. Wow, this guy won't give up. This is her stalker. TM- I love you so much. <laughs> uh, TM- Big fat. TMZ. Because the play's going to play, 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 play. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, I love it, man. It gets in your head. It's like what you call an earworm. <laughs> so that is going to be our matchup from the uh, Hey Bitches region. You can go to PrestonSteve.com and you can vote, and please do so now. All right, we have an announcement to make. There have been a lot of questions, and we have an answer for you as we uh, have been trying to weigh what things we're going to be able to do with uh, things being the way that they are with quarantine and social distancing and all of that. So we have uh, an update on the MMRBQ, mm-hmm. uh, which was scheduled for May. Uh, that is now going to be rescheduled. Rescheduled. The MMRBQ is happening, and there's a new show date for you to make note of. That date will be Saturday. We're keeping it on a Saturday. Yeah, of Thank course. You Saturday, September 19th at uh, BB&T Pavilion. So we are rescheduling it out of an abundance of caution for the artists, for the fans, for the staff. And uh, hang on to your tickets because all tickets will be honored for the scheduled date. There are more details. That's all that I can reveal. I don't have any other information other than the fact that the show is going to be on September 19th. If you want some more information, you can go to WMMR.com. I do have some info, Preston, which is this will be one of the... well. Uh, this will be a uh, an MM barbecue. You'll be able to enjoy pumpkin spice coffee dirt. Oh, oh yes! Didn't Stop even think, and think about that. And pumpkin flavored beer pumpkin by then. Usually, beer. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, and in fact, I, I thought Marissa was saying the other day that we have had one was in the first did. fall. Yeah, it was the first. Barbecue, a, 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 a September. It might we have did been. two in one year. Two yeah. in one year. Uh, All right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, the first or second year we did one in the spring and one in the fall. Okay, and we called it MM Barbecue Two or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Electric Boogaloo, I think. Is yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, now you you have been made aware. It is officially moving. So take out your calendar right now and jot down that date. Make sure to set aside Saturday. September 19th at BB&T Pavilion. And hang on to your tickets because all tickets will be honored for the rescheduled date, if you will. Uh, So complete details are available at WMMR.com. All right, I love the fact that we are having our next guest on now. He's been in our studio before, and I'm telling you, this man is an inspiration. He always has a, a great outlook and some really... Bits of of knowledge and and uh, it, it's always wonderful to talk to him. When you were out with the flu, Preston, I believe we reran we did. our interview. You know, we were just starting to get into all this uh, Corona stuff. Yeah, and uh, man, just you know, you're right. He's got that. He's got that take on things. Uh, he is the host of American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> we're playing the warrior here. You go. 
and uh, American Ninja Warrior Junior as well. And uh, we're happy to have him back on this morning. Please welcome Akbar Bajabia Mila. Hey. Good morning, hey. sir. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It sounds like you guys had a pre-recorded Bajabia Mila because you didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> no, he's been practicing. I worked on it all morning, dude. I worked on it all morning. I messed it up. I don't know how many times yesterday and today just setting this up, but right now, Nailed it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay, okay. All right. I, I just heard a little scratch, and I thought, oh, I think he pre-recorded that, and then, then I, brought it right back in. Can I take a crack at it? Yeah. Baja Biamila. Baja Biamila. Yeah, Baja okay. Biamila. Okay. I, I have no problem with it because I'm a football fan, so I've been following your career for a long, long time. Did um, uh, did the guy uh, from ESPN ever have a cool nickname for you by any chance? Um, what the hell is no, his no, name? No, no. no you talk, you're talking about Chris Berman? Yes. No, 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 Chris Berman, no, no. He never, he could never get it out. I think he struggled with it. Uh, uh, That's I, why. I, I, think just, <laughs> I, I wonder how many guys your name forced into retirement. <laughs> uh, listen, so uh, what's the light? How are you doing, first of all? How's, how's your life uh, adjusted? Well, you know, it's been, it's been quite, um, you know, quite challenging, to be quite honest with you. Um, obviously, I'm out here in Los Angeles, in, in California, and, you know, we've had the in-home quarantine thing, and, um, and and I've got four kids. I had to go get my son from from Oregon. My wife drove all the way up to Oregon because we didn't want to risk flying, so she drove all the way to Oregon wow. to bring him back. He's at the University of Oregon, so um, we've got a college student in the house. Uh, he doesn't need any help, thank goodness, um, as far as, uh, you know, in-home schooling. And then we have a fifth grader, and then we have two second graders. So bouncing around the house. Uh, doing different, like fifth grade math. <laughs> now I know why. I now I know why they had the TV show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, and I should have watched a little bit more than that because uh, of that. Because it, it's been challenging with the math and the this. And, I mean, girl, don't be asking all these social study questions. Right. Uh, look it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh-huh. and, and so they, they, and it makes you appreciate what a, a well you always did. I appreciate what teachers do, but I've heard more than. Um, uh, a few people, uh, celebrities, and I see also on uh, on Twitter and just social media in general, people who had been thinking, boy, it'd be nice to have another one. This has put the kibosh on that. Oh, yes, it has. <laughs> but it also makes you, to your point, makes you appreciate teachers more. I yeah. sent out an email uh, to both of my kids' uh, teachers and just saying, wow, like, you know, we appreciate you so much. I was talking to some of my old NFL buddies, and I was like, man, I think we got this thing all wrong. Like they should be making seven figures <laughs> for what they do because it's challenging. And the question, and then you know, I think the hardest part is to be able to keep them inter—I don't want to say entertained, um, engaged, the, engaged. There you go. That's the word. Keep them engaged because you know they're hopping and pants. No, no, sit, sit, sit down. And let me tell you something else. I mean, we've got a food crisis too going on in the house because I think the kids out of they express their their frustration and their emotions differently. And I think they're emotionally wanting to just eat all the time. I'm like, do you guys eat this much at school? Goodness. I need a snack. We just started the first period. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, and you know what, Akbar, think about how many complaints those teachers and principals are getting, no matter what it is, you know, because everybody, this is new to everybody, this online learning and doing it at home. So the fact that you sent a nice email goes a long way. Oh, yeah, I had to. I, I just, because, and that was, I think that was after day two. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> and then I heard our governor, Gavin Newsom, say, hey, look, I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. Expect it to be like this 
all year for the rest of the school year. I look at my wife. I'm not even lying. On the third day, I, I hit in my office. Babe, I got stuff to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I left her. I left her hanging on the third day because it was it was challenging. Well, you know, we we've been hearing some stuff, and and the, the, your governor's been doing a good job. I have to say, I haven't been you know always yeah. been the biggest fan of a lot of his stuff, but uh, but I, I definitely think he's uh, he's been been stepping up and and. Uh, there have been, again, I know you're a guy who looks for the rays of light and all this stuff, and you get bombarded. I tell people to walk away from the news, take a breather, go out in the sun, you yeah. know, go for a properly distanced walk, and and because you need to do that. And, and you, you're you starting to see some uh, indications of of, uh, of flattening uh, in California, which is very promising. So, you know, to that point, obviously, you ride it out, get to the other side. And uh, But I have to ask you, in your, your, your day job, your non-home teacher job, um, what, what are they predicting as far as you returning to, uh, to uh, American Ninja Warrior and American Ninja Warrior Junior? Well, I would say I'm very optimistic um, in that the you know, NBC and American Ninja Warrior, the production company, they're very, very optimistic that you know, we're going to just kind of ride this thing out um, and, and kind of wait for an opportunity to, to get back to normal. And I think that's the, that's the part that I think gives some of the fans there a lot of hope um, as I'm drinking from my American Ninja Warrior uh, uh, teacup right now. <laughs> You've got um, your teacup. So, yeah, I got my teacup, so I'm looking at it, and so I, I'm, I'm hoping that things will get back to normal. The entertainment industry has been hit hard, um, as is the rest of the world has been hit hard by this. So I don't think this uh, coronavirus thing has, has spared no one. No. But um, I, I think it's the way we bounce back, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, I was talking to a, a fan yesterday on, on social media, and I was like, this reminds me a lot of Ninja Warrior in that this is just a big obstacle in front of the entire world. And the way we bounce back and the way we attack this, I think, is going to be crucial. Uh, you mentioned the silver lining in all of this. Um, I'd be I'd be wrong if I didn't say like I love the fact that I get to spend this much more time, this much time with my family. Uh, I, and living in LA, I mean, smog everywhere. I stepped outside to go get some stuff at the grocery store and just driving. And I'm looking I'm like, man, look at the impact this is having in our environment. I think. I mean, you can't really see the downtown L.A. skyline ever. And to be able to go down and you can look at the skyline of uh, downtown Los Angeles lets you know that there's a huge impact this is having on the smog. This is just being emitted every single day. Uh, so healthy, healthy environment, healthy family life. Uh, I'm not going to complain because you're right. If you watch the news all day, every day, oh, it's horrible. And I remember the first we just like I'm just stuck to the TV. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And then you just get into the stressful life. Uh, or and the other thing too is not necessarily always just. Pick, I know, especially for entertainers, it's getting on your phone and doing social media. And it's like, man, this is a break. I mean, this is an opportunity again. If you want to look at the the positive side of this, and so you know, I don't want to be like 100 percent engaged into social media and trying to create right. You know, crazy content where I was like, man, like, when are you ever going to get this break, um, you know, like this where, you know, we're, again, trying to find the silver lining and all this, like, hey, take time, stay inside, chill, and, you know, and then we'll, we'll bounce back stronger. Well, let me ask you, as, as like, you know, with every year, everyone makes their New Year's resolutions, and there have been a lot of uh, pandemic resolutions and quarantine resolutions. Hey, I'm going to learn this, or I'm going to do that. What did you think you were going to do that you thought better of when you actually tried to do it? <laughs> um, you know, I, I just made that resolution <laughs> in week three. The first three weeks, I'm not going to lie, I had no idea what to do myself. Okay. I had, 
I had no idea what to do with myself. I was just going, I said, I'm doing homework. The first day, the first week of doing homework with the kids, literally, as soon as it, like, we were done, like, 3 o'clock, I, I think I went to bed, like, 5, 6 o'clock. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I am mentally spent. And but then after that, I said, okay, look, this thing is, looks like it's going to be a lot longer. I'm just going to be able to sit down and try to focus on what I'm going to do moving my career forward. Um, after this thing blows over. So I've been, I've had that mindset. And then personally, I, I said I wanted to learn a, another language. And so I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to start practicing on, on Yoruba. That is my native, really? my native, uh, yes, uh, language. And I was like, well, why not? You know, I, yeah. I had this opportunity just to, you know, get on the phone, talk with my dad and, and just kind of go through it. I can do a lot of online stuff and just, I need somebody to talk to. Call my dad and start speaking Yoruba. So, well, they they say to start start slowly. Start with Pig Latin. Uh, a lot of easier to learn. <laughs> I can start with my last name. But I just, yeah, Mila. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that part. No. <laughs> nice. I can well, say I can say some of the basic like good morning like a carro. So how do you think you guys a carro? Can you guys say a carro? A carro. A carro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. I, I like it. That was good. Look at we nice. mastered the language already. <laughs> now all we need to know is how to ask where the library is, and then we're set. La yeah, bibliothèque. <laughs> yeah. Um, can't help you. Well, every, everybody's trying to find some uh, some things to to be productive in this. Well, not everybody is, but they should be being productive in this time. But listen, man, we just we wanted to touch base, and we, we appreciate. Uh, uh, you getting back to us, and uh, and obviously let us know when uh, when the show starts up again, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back to uh, chat with you another time. Okay. Well, well, I appreciate it. And I think the world is looking for sports in general to get back. It's yeah. a great way to kind of celebrate and get back together. Um, so yeah, we'll absolutely keep you guys home. Hopefully, you guys can make it out to one of the uh, one of the tapings. I'd love, We'd love to. to love to see that in person. Excellent. All right, thanks, Akbar. Hang in there, Akbar. Bajabi Amila, yeah, guys. Hey! On the President Steve show, he's he's great. He's such a such a positive guy. I love it. Yeah, uh, and we love our next guest. This Absolutely. is wonderful, and it's sad that the show is coming to an end. Yeah, uh, next week uh, is is the wrap up, and Modern Family has just been one of the most consistent television shows I've ever seen. Hilarious every episode without question. Uh, it'll, it, it, I, I think it's already down in history. It's a legendary show, but it, it will be one that will always be uh, talked of with reverence. And how can you not love Phil Dunphy? The best! Yep. Uh, so we are going to welcome the man behind that. Of course, and he's doing some great stuff to, uh, to help out people who need some uh, uh, some assistance, which a lot of people do right now. Please welcome Mr. Ty Burrell to our program. Hey, yeah. uh, Good morning, Ty. Hey. Good morning. How, how are you all? We are doing well. That's kind of the, the you know, we've been talking to a lot of people the past couple of weeks, and, and we kind of lead off with how are you and, and yeah. uh, you know, what what are you doing during this interesting time? And uh, so I pose that question to you. How are things in your world, Ty? You know, I, I think I would have answered even differently two weeks ago than I am now, which is that I think we're doing well under the circumstances. There you I go. Think. You know, once you're... You know, I think as time goes on, it starts to uh, become more evident that the people on the front lines are are uh, putting themselves at much greater risk um, than those of us at home. So I think we're trying our best not to complain. No, yeah, you're right. You have to everything. I always say, and this is something you, you people need to learn how to put things in context and and. Uh, uh, there's always somebody who's got it worse and always somebody who's doing far more than you are. And uh, and you talk about the people being on the front lines and you're specifically focusing in on 
uh, people in the service industry who have gotten decimated with this. And uh, we're talking about, you know, uh, the, the food and beverage industry. And uh, yeah. he- here in Philadelphia, which is a big uh, foodie city, um, you know, and in surrounding areas, um, there, there are a whole bunch of uh, on our website. We're doing things to promote uh, takeout and, and, and tipping and trying to get people. Oh, you know, we, we all perceive this as a bridge. This will end. But you need to get them to the other side of that bridge. So explain what you're doing, uh, Ty. Yeah, so um, Salt Lake City, uh, Utah, which is my wife and I is real, our, where we live, is, it's our home. It, it was hit by uh, this and then uh, bizarrely hit with a series of earthquakes a couple of weeks ago. So even the takeout industry there uh, has been compromised. So we're, we're, we started a program called Tip Your Server, which um, is raising money for all of the food and beverage employees. And it's not just servers. It's, it's you know, the cooks and the cleaning yeah. staff and everybody who um, we're trying to get them from, I think you put it well, we're trying to get them from now until some of this federal money can get there. So we're trying to provide money as quickly and, uh, and efficiently as possible. And as you know, I'm, sure this is true in philly and and really any city that part of our community is really vulnerable um unemployment is so weird at one point in my life i was a terrible terrible waiter (laughs) and uh that and unemployment is really hard to navigate in that world because you know it's all tip based um the hourly wage is low usually those folks don't have benefits and I think with every city, we're hoping it doesn't become a housing, you know, become a housing issue. Yes, yeah. And um, Salt Lake has just been hit, you know, doubly with the earthquakes. So um, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to help get them from here to, to the federal funding. Uh, um, and we're, we're set up at downtownslc.org. Um, and uh, if anybody who feels like they have the means and i understand how tricky that is at this time but uh that that group is particularly vulnerable yeah i was saying that last week because the tornadoes were you know ripping through as well mother nature doesn't care about any pandemics you know yeah so you know the the world is just going to go on as is yeah it's it's yeah exactly like uh you, you just when you think things are at their weirdest but, a tornado or an earthquake. But there's yeah. something that also, and I, 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 I believe this, and a, a good friend of ours has you know, quoted the uh, Apollo 13 and, the, and the, you know, or paraphrase saying this, this could be our finest moment where we rise to the challenge yeah. and get everyone through. And that's that's the mindset. But you're right. I mean, you know, small businesses and, and, and the people in these industries, they're in many ways the backbone of the economy of the country. And if, you know, and if they're left, if they're cut adrift, um, you know, th- that that'll be a, a, a travesty we'll be paying for for decades. So. Um, yep. All of this is is, is critically important. I, I completely agree, and I I I can speak for myself, and that I think even as a small business owner, we have um, a couple of bars in Salt Lake. I, I took for granted the importance of that community and how how much a part of our lives it was to go out and and be a part of you know to to connect with each other and how much those employees in the food and beverage industry really made that happen. Um, Uh, Yeah. 
And I think we're all excited for some day to be able to go back out to a bar or a restaurant. Um, but, uh, yeah, right now I think, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all just trying to get them, you know, help get them through this. And there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't yeah. take I, – I, I, over the past couple of weeks, I've, I've had the opportunity to relate to people, you know, my philosophy on getting through things. And uh, in 2014, I had um, uh, prostate cancer. I'm doing fine right now. Everything's great. But during that point in time, I have to tell you specifically, Modern Family was a massive part of my diversion therapy. And that's why this show holds a special place in my heart because it was on constantly in reruns and then in new episodes. So to me, it means a lot. And here it wrapping up uh, is is uh, another major uh, important point, obviously, in light of everything that's going on. But it still serves that purpose. It still is that yeah. that, that moment you take a break and have a laugh. Um, I, I'm sure you have uh, all sorts of feelings about this wrap up. I do. You know, I've never heard that of di- diversion therapy. I think that's an amazing way to put it. I, I, I use that. I use comedy for that. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I really. That I'm going to steal that if you don't mind. <laughs> no problem. Um, but uh, yeah, I. You know, I think um, it's been sort of magnified now that we're wrapping up. I think we were sort of everybody was sad and grateful even before uh the coronavirus when the show was wrapping up we were sad and, gr- and grateful but now i think we're it's it's kind of been magnified that we're you know as a cast we're not able to see each other anymore but also i think our gratitude is is has multiplied as well that we were able to get this all wrapped and and produced before all this happened and and out on the air and i guess um my hope, and I, I think I speak on behalf of everybody on the show, is that it does it does create some diversion therapy. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's that's uh, one of our our showrunners and one of my good friends, Chris Lloyd, always says that comedy has the ability to be nourishing, um, sort of as a comfort food. Well, it is, and, and your 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 portrayal of of, uh, of Phil uh, has been uh, nothing short of miraculous. And I say that because anyone who's seen the movie Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder film, you are such an insufferable prick in that movie, and you are the other end of the universe with Phil Dunphy. So that shows your incredible range. Well, Phil Dunphy is the real character stretch. <laughs> You're that guy in Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is like right in my wheelhouse. That's, that's my good. mom didn't even recognize me as Phil Dunphy. She was like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I have a quick question as well because um, it, I read yeah. that you were you played um, you were in Macbeth on Broadway. I went and saw Macbeth yes. on Broadway. Um, Kelsey Grammer was Macbeth. Were you in that production? I was. That's insane. You got there in the two weeks that we lasted on Broadway. That's crazy. I've seen yeah. you on Broadway. <laughs> That's awesome. Casey, don't tell him you fell asleep during the thing. Well, listen, yeah. I, I fall asleep in all of because it's so quiet and dark. I fell asleep during Rent, uh, during Macbeth, during Kiss Me Kate, uh, you, you know, know, all of them. That, that production is actually legendary now as, as a flop. Is it? Really? It's, Yes, it's like one of the. I believe you. If you, you know, if you have any memorabilia, if you hung onto your playbill, it actually goes for 
a decent amount of money, but for the wrong reason. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Oh. Are, are you are you saying it's it's uh, it's now a collectible because of its of its failure? Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I I talked to somebody who's who's who said they sold their playbill for I don't know exactly how much, but for a decent amount of money oh. because it barely made it through like the first weekend. Oh my god! Flop so, so badly, but. Yeah, that would yeah. be like having a playbill okay. for Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that was another disaster. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. God. That's too funny, right. Ty. Well, like, you blame it on the author. Yeah. Ed Shakespeare. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, listen, Ty, we will, we, we will point our audience in the direction of, uh, of the cause, downtown uh, slc.org. Uh, slash tip your server. And, and obviously you gave it the, uh, uh, the preamble of look you're probably spending your dollars elsewhere and helping, but if you do have the wherewithal to share, please do so. So we'll make sure we pass that message along. Thank and, you. I, I really appreciate it. And and uh, until next time, because I'm sure we'll 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 speak again down the road. But thank you for the years and and the cast on uh, on the show on Modern Family because it's been so wonderful. And, and he has the, you have the series Duncanville, by the way, the animated series yes. on uh, which is uh, on, yeah. on Fox. Yes, which is another one to look for. You yeah. do a great job. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's been a blast. Um, but and there you go. I, I wanted to wrap it up and be able to say goodbye, but the people yeah. on the other we went way we went way over the time. Uh, is Duncanville new or has it been around new. for a while? It's new. Okay. So so and then it's on hiatus now. And it looks uh, it has Simpson esque type of thing. Simpson esque. Okay, They've been trying so a couple different shows and that, and you immediately recognize his voice. My friend, uh, well, one of my best friends, Will, his cousin created that. Is that no right? Way. And in fact, they have a restaurant called Chapman's. And it's named after Will. Ah, really? Could you not? Yep. Very close. Cool. So on he, that show, uh, uh, Ty uh, plays. Uh, he's the dad, and he's sort of like a uh, was a rocker, and uh, still tries to keep that going on this. I show. watched the first episode. Yeah, uh, it's it's good. It's very yep. very very much in the vein of The Simpsons, right. and, and Futurama, and all that stuff. But uh, we're gonna yeah. have to call in favors, then, Preston. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll get on it. Um, you know, we have a minute or two. Uh, somebody had texted in this idea <laughs> to have me try doing, and by the way, I got a lot of feedback about, uh, the pandemic schmandemic, the game we did where we reversed stuff. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, people loved it. And, and yeah. I got more uh, saying, please do more of it. So remember Preston, <clears throat> we replaced, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, we replaced March Madness yep. and we've created the most popular Word game ever created in America in just the matter of a couple of weeks so, with the pandemic pandemic. I've had recommendations. What is this case? Uh, this was uh, after we finished that contest. We did this live on the air, and it was my favorite moment of the week. <laughs> oh, really? Here, yeah. Hang on, Skywalker. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. it is perfect. And actually, that would sound like an alien. <laughs> yes. Sa- well, calling him in yes. the cantina. People, several people texted and said that I should try uh, Akbar Baja Biamila. <gasps> Oh my the God. whole thing wow. backwards, yes. Yes, and right. I'm 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 willing to try. You just learned how to say it for real. I know, <laughs> I know. Shall we try it? Okay, for reals, Kathy. Were I'm you ready gonna? Whatever you were you want. gonna add something? No, I was just gonna say my favorite one was the toilet paper one. Uh, that was Casey that did yeah, that one. That for one me. was great. Okay, let me try this. You ready, Case? Yes, I am. Here we go. All right, Akbar Baja Biamila. All right, you got to give me a couple seconds. All right, and oh then I'll, I'll have to get some I'm paper nervous. here, get ready to write this down. Oh, crap. What, did it not record? Mm, wait, no, or did it? I don't know. Here we go. All right. All right, here, yeah. Sorry, I, for some reason I thought I deleted it. Nope, all I good. I did not. I could, now, I could have done that again. I got the forward thing down pat. Yeah. 
but it's a matter of uh, listening to this, writing it down phonetically, rehearsing it, and then recording it. It's right. a lot like making an album, to yeah. be honest. All right, go ahead. Halim Okay. Halim. Hold on. Play it again. Halim That's a mother effer. Asia. Hold on. Halim Asia. Halim Abaja. Yeah, there's like a. Abaja. Hi, I'm Abaja. Halim Abaja. Do you want me to go again from the beginning? Nope, nope. Halim Abaja. Girl, Abaja. Girl, but do the the last part. Akbar. No. Girl, what? Girl, Akbar. I'm gonna do it slow. Yeah, do it. Sounds almost like girl. All right, here we go. Wow. Akbar. Pearl Gap. Akbar. Pearl Gap. Back. 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 All right. Um, Halim. Aba. Uh, Aba. Aja. Pearl Back. Pearl Back. Halim. Aba. Aba. Play it again. Backwards. Wait. Hang on. Halim. Aba. Aja. Pearl Back. Aba. Aja. Pearl Back. I'm ready. You okay? Yep. Here we go. Alim Abaja Earl back. I think I got it. I think you got it. I think you know. I'm so excited. And it's supposed to sound like uh, Akbar. Uh, <laughs> and now I can't even say it. Baja Biamila. Baja Biamila. Here we go. All right. Here right. it is. Akbar Baja Biamila. Wow. I'll give that a solid wow. score. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> the, the Akbar is tough. That it's one tough. doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, because right. Akbar Wow. So what's what's your favorite of them all? <sighs> I think um, Bajmir. Rim job is pretty. Rim awesome. job is good. Mm-hmm. Skywalker because it definitely sounds like the uh, the server at a uh, at the cantina calling him for his table. Mm-hmm. Skywalker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kabar Hajabi Mila. Wow. I, I do not believe you did that. Uh, somebody says my furniture is now moving around the room. <laughs> Somehow or another, I've created that by saying that. Oh, that is so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Uh, do we have a minute or two? Yeah, just I just got a handful yeah. of stories to pass so you along. You got your banjo out before that. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit and play a song. Uh, I saw that. Uh, the Ronald Reagan Library. So, so there are uh, there are things that you wouldn't even consider that are that are in danger financially from uh, the COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, yes. whatever you want to call it. The Ronald Reagan Library and Museum is asking for help. Uh, the Simi Valley facility has been closed since mid March, uh, depriving it of much needed cash since it is not federally funded. Uh, in a letter to members, the executive director says it's bleeding uh, at about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars weekly. So, okay, fifty grand a to week? keep that running. So the facility oh, is large. Yes. Is this, by the way, I think one of the presidential libraries and facilities and museums, I think his actually has a a full jet in it. Like you can a, see it. If we, we're looking at a picture oh, yeah. here, Steve, basically uh, upper left-hand corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So maybe, uh, but that, that amount of money to keep it running a well, week? Nobody's. Going there right now. I don't know why it would cost that much. I mean, if you, I mean, if you, you know, take what, so, and it's, 
Don't what know. are you paying for? Yeah, I don't know. It's a conundrum, I'll tell you that. Yeah. They, what the hell like, is going on in there? $150,000. She starts selling a hand sanitizer. They, uh, they How say, about toilet paper? Without a <laughs> Take do... all the Spiro Agnew stuff. Everyone will wipe their <laughs> ass with that. <clears throat> he wasn't my vice president, but he, we have some stuff there. I'm sure there are some things there. Yeah. Uh, they say that without a quick infusion of cash donations, the library and museum won't survive. Uh, any amount is appreciated, according to the executive director. So they're asking for people to. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. It does, so it's privately funded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no government. Uh, I, I, I thought. I, by the assistance. way, the, the family was was wealthy. Uh, you know, when yeah. Nancy passed, and I, I, I don't know. Listen, there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff in. Uh, in uh, in Dire Straits. Yeah, that's what not I was saying. Not the band. No, not Dire Straits. Uh, no, but that's what I was like saying. Things that you had never even considered are being affected. Uh, How's the Millard Fillmore Museum? They're doing fine. <laughs> I mean, he was really popular. <laughs> um, and this is interesting, too. Did you guys see that they pulled all the Zantac off the shelves? I uh, yes. see that, yeah. Wait, I went why? in, I went in uh, to the pharmacy yesterday. Or believe it or not, our, our, our dog has a uh, a stomach thing, and I actually had to go buy antacids for my dog. And uh, Can they, I help you? They've asked, <laughs> oh, you're here now. Guy, my name is Rugen Reagan. <laughs> uh, but apparently the, the it's the brand name Zantac. All right, so it's not the... Um... Uh, it's not the the ingredient. It's it's something in the brand. They they apparently there were some test samples contained an unacceptable level level of probable carcinogen. So, so is it a recall? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the contaminant is not present in competing heartburn medicines, including brand names Prilosec, Pepsid, or Nexium. A coworker here was part of a class who. Uh, 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 I don't want to give his name unless class he would, action? a class action suit, and he was one of the main people in this. No kidding, because he did develop uh, a cancer situation that's, that's okay now. Okay, uh, and um, it, the, the, it was the, the uh, it was tied to Zantex right. specifically. So here's the part that kind of freaks me out a little bit. I, I take a uh, over the counter generic version of this, and I don't know if this. No, uh, it was Zantac. Zantac? Specifically. Specifically. Yeah, right. and so even if it says it on my but, label, like most like Zantac, it's, it doesn't include generic. Thank God. So, uh, and then there was, apparently there was something that came out that there was an awareness no. of this and they were not acting upon it uh, quickly. Oh, mm. hence a lawsuit. Hence the lawsuit, okay. the class action. Hey, Case, I, I would double check on that. Uh, because I'm finding, so I don't know what okay. this is. It's uh, ranitidine, uh, and I think that it, it's saying. Ringa. Did you say Ringa. something backwards? <laughs> Do you carry Ringa? It's saying such as Zantac. So I'm not exactly sure what that drug is, but it may be something that's used to make Zantac. And um, all right, mind you, this is. Recalled. Kathy, on that level, it's it's for I, now. This this individual who works here was taking a lot of it. So there are texts coming in saying there are off-brand versions that uh, got recalled as well, uh, Casey. Uh, really? So so look into that immediately. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Talk. Call, call Dr. Mike. See if he can help you out with that. Uh, yeah, he's it, not busy. No, he's not busy at all. No, he's not busy at all. <laughs> are you out of your mind? Yeah. You got I, stomach problems. <laughs> I had like a minor thing the other day. I started to not feel good, and I like picked up my phone. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna ride this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Should my uh, my 
My corn is acting up. Yeah, right. no, I have a hangnail, and it really yeah. hurts. However, a reminder, if you do have, show symptoms of something that, that might be serious uh, and you're having acute pain, don't be afraid to go to the hospital. Uh, they're, they're telling they're, you they're, that. There yeah. are more and more stories of people that are having uh, issues with their hearts or things like appendicitis, and they're, they're foregoing going to the hospital because they're afraid of contamination. Go to the hospital. This other thing that you're having that, that is acute pain like that could kill you. And it's just not worth yep. it, you know. So you need to you need to get that checked out. Another thing that's happening, and this has been on Facebook. We actually had a chat off air about this yesterday. Uh, Facebook and Nextdoor, um, the apps are places where people can sell items, but they're seeing a lot more bartering lately. Rather than trading cash, people are trading items, uh, swapping things like eggs for toilet paper and so on. Did you see that footage? I think it was a... Uh, a- one or two 18-wheelers, it might have been in Texas, Preston, transporting toilet paper. Caught on fire, Caught I think. Caught on yeah. fire. That was crazy, oh, man. man. Uh, you know what? Our next-door neighbor had her birthday the other day, and Rochelle bought her a case of toilet paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing you can buy. Why not? Right now. And, and again... Go ahead, Kathy. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, have you seen for, for people's birthdays, um, they're doing like a, a caravan. So like the friends are coming by with signs hanging out of the window to say happy birthday. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. There's uh, so my daughter's birthday is in a few weeks. That's and we're right. like, yeah, so we don't, you know, she even told me yesterday, she, it was so sweet. She's like, dad, I'm not really expecting anything for my oh. birthday this year. And it's okay. I understand. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, let us know. We listen, we got nothing to do. We'll take a ride up with a yeah. sign. Come, come yeah. by. Yeah. We'll, yeah. I'm you, you guys know. But yeah, in fact, we saw a, um, uh, uh, a police uh, department had done that the other day. Yeah. There's a story that I mentioned of a kid who was having a birthday and they, they did a little parade for so the you, child, like a three-year-old. I think that's sweet. I think you're going to see a lot of make goods. Yeah. So that you, okay, so you, you know, yeah. like you uh, you, you uh, reschedule your birthday. I think that's totally appropriate. Yeah, it'll still be there. We, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the day will come and go, but the the acknowledgement and the, the celebration can happen a little bit later on, which I, which I think is uh, really cool. But yeah, so uh, on this, on this Nextdoor app, uh, somebody wrote that next door has turned into a bartering site. I'm currently trying to trade five pounds of flour for yeast. Saw someone trade an entire ham for a pack of Clorox wipes. <laughs> Another Twitter user talked about seeing an ad for someone willing to trade cat or dog food for sugar. I was um, I was at the supermarket the other day uh, getting my essentials and stuff like that, and I just. I, I and I wasn't even going to be at the supermarket. My wife sent me somewhere else to get uh, uh, stuff for dinner, and they didn't have it, so I had to go to the supermarket. And I just got so lucky they were st- stocking the shelves with the Clorox wipes okay. as I was walking oh. down that aisle. Yeah, you, it's out there. Yeah. And you came home with a big uh, foam rubber uh, cowboy hat? <laughs> yes, of course I did. <laughs> Copy of the Rhode Island slut. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, listen, I got plenty of jam and jelly to barter if you yes, want to do that. Right. Yeah, I'm do. thinking about, so Rochelle, she went to, uh, to, to kind of stock up a little bit. You know, you're going sparingly. And if you're, if you're going to go to the store, you get enough to maybe where you won't have to go back for a few days. That's the way to do it. So she went to Costco. And she brought back, um, so a couple of years ago, Carter and I made uh, gherkins, okay? So I love those. I love I, sweet gherkins. How do you make a gherkin? They're a pain in the ass. Really? Why? Yes. There's a lot of jerkin. There's a lot of jerkin with the <laughs> in gherkin. The gherkin. Uh, no, you, you got to, you take these, obviously they're they're tiny little cucumbers. Yeah, yeah. And every cucumber, you have to poke with a toothpick like 12 times. What? Yes, you have to, You, in order for it to soak in that brine, 
you have to it, which is not brine. It's a sugar uh, uh, water thing that you do. That you, but brine is salt and water from gherkins are, have that wonderfully slightly sweet taste. Yeah, so yeah. that's got to be it. So it you have to sit there and poke, 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 poke. Done with that one. Poke, 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 poke. Oh Why is it there a gherkin poking machine? There should be. Uh, so anyway, but uh, so I'm thinking about doing that this weekend. So that may that may tie up my entire weekend making gherkins. I'm poking gherkins. So I'll have those to trade down the road a little bit. And it's like a three day process too. You have to you have to soak it in this stuff with pressure on it, and then take it off, and then refill it, and do it again for so, a certain amount of hours. It's got to be in the right temperature and all this other stuff. It's a pain in the ass. Carter's the jam and jelly king now. Yes. Is he thinking to move on to anything else besides the the pickles, which he's done? Yesterday he made applesauce, applesauce. and uh, right. yes, and so we have jars of applesauce <laughs> as well. It's actually really really good. He made it with some lemon zest, which he added to the uh, the recipe. It was yummy. I want to go back to the uh, jam and the gherkins. Um, sure. The I'll jam. So- I- how far do you have to poke the gherkin, the, the whatever it's called? Uh, the, I don't know. Just a, a you know, a just a tip. Into, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if, if you if your time might be better spent actually making a gherkin jammer. Um, you yeah. know, like yeah. maybe. An industrial you, gherkin jammer. Yeah, kind of. I mean. My would, name would, is Fraulein Gherkin Jammer. <laughs> They they may they may have those for industrial uh, purposes, but I'm, I'm sure, sure there are industrial gherkin jammers. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so people are bartering. So uh, you know, get ready to uh, to trade your goods if it comes to that. Um, we want to go ahead and take a break, and I want to reiterate some information announcement we made earlier. And I'll hit it again in music news. But MMRBQ has been rescheduled. We have a new date for you. Uh, it is happening, and it's going to be on Saturday, September 19th, BB&T Pavilion. Yeah. Uh, and you want to hang on to your tickets because all tickets will be honored for the rescheduled date. That's all the info I have. I don't have any other information. If you want some of the details uh, or just want to you know, bookmark uh, that MMRBQ page, go to WMMR.com, and you'll find the info right there. We'll take a break, come back in a second, and some bizarre file stories are up next. Stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. Justin and Steve Show. Thursday morning, flying by. Next thing you know, it'll be Friday and we'll be giving away our four-pack of tickets for Tenacious D for the Word of the Week prize. Mm, that's a good thing. And in about ten minutes, your opportunity to win another $500. MMR's Rock Refund will be taking place. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into NGM Insurance Group traffic and see what's up there. Kath, what you got? Really? Yeah, it's our last look. Huh. Thought you were done for the day, didn't you? Well. Why don't you put that bong away and pay attention? <laughs> we can see you. Do you want to do something no, else? Th- sponsor-wise, I'm finished, so they must have uh, cut me short of a sponsor. But hold on. Let me uh, reopen okay. uh, and just see if there's anything. We'll just rock on. out. 
Yeah, let me man. know when you're. Let me know when you're ready. Rock is liberating. All right, Kathy, what's going on? I'm ready now. <laughs> There's actually something to report. There's an overturned tractor trailer on the New Jersey Turnpike. So both directions being affected at Cranberry Jamesburg, which is exit 8A. Uh, exiting at 8A is where you'll find the problem. The left lane is blocked on that ramp. So uh, just keep that in mind on the New Jersey Turnpike. Th- but that's pretty much it. Um, and, and that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> pretty much it. All right. Yep. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, let's... Try to edit that down if you could next time. Let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, we're going to highlight the final matchup of our day number 10, the round on day number 10 from the Gadzooks region. Two videos going head to head. One of them is called Fart Fart. The other one is called Personal Questions with Bill Weston. And let's uh, reminisce, shall we? This is Fart Fart. Here we go. <laughs> It's just—it's great. It, it's everything you want to say. Play it again. <laughs> which, which speed? Let's do it slow. You give it like a little chuckle and yeah. move on. No, no. At this point, we've been here like three minutes now. You're not As it's gearing up in classic corn fashion to be this aggressive sort of war chant, it's completely undermined by the childlike poot. <laughs> You can be in your 50s and still find that you are have a child inside. We're still laughing. I mean, we're it, still... it, it gets us every time. Casey and, and Steve and I are sitting here looking at each other, laughing our asses off, placing that. What was that, Nick? No, an e- uh, email came in from a listener, and he explained to me the origin. Did we discuss this, or did, or did we not? I forget. Uh, no. Uh, I... Because we couldn't figure out why there was a fart sound attached to that corn uh, sound bite initially. And, Steve, it was because... We were comparing at one point years ago the corn sound to the Tasmanian devil, and you said that the Tasmanian devil likes to do that little raspberry at the end occasionally, yes. right? So, so we inserted that into the corn sound to make it sound like yeah. the Tasmanian devil. And then one day we just played it without realizing that exactly. that was on there. Casey had played it from a different source than we normally play it, and, we're, and it took us by surprise, and it was just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> All right, so that video is going up against personal questions with Bill Weston. Let's see if we remember this. Here we go. We live in a world where if a woman doesn't put on makeup for going to work, she'll likely be asked if she's feeling tired. But mm-hmm. it turns out that women shouldn't look overly attractive in the office either. By the way, Bill does this all the time. Oh, you really? Look, you look tired. Really? It, yeah, are you getting sick? Bill asks you all kind of bizarre stuff. <laughs> are you on the rag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Could you imagine? Wow. Is your aunt flowing down? Oh, my God. All righty. Uh, it's another Bill Weston video that's in there. So it's up to you. The four videos that are uh, facing off against each other are right there on PrestonandSteve.com with the clips for you to watch. And then the voting process is very easy, and you might have a little extra time on your hands. So go ahead and uh, take a quick peek and then place your vote and let us know what you think, which one of those videos should move on to the next round. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to, in just a moment, I'm going to give you the special word you're going to need today uh, to win the $500 with MMR's Rock Refund. But before we do that, let's do this. Now, WMMR 
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Finally. All right, we'll start uh, with this one. Florida man, even with all the uh, all the, uh, the the lockdown and quarantine and everything, still has to do Florida man things. Of course. And even with a burn ban in place, fire officials in Florida have already seen an increase in fires, including a blaze that took place on Saturday. It was apparently sparked by a gender reveal celebration. Oh, enough! Fire Rescue Chief Mark Schollmeyer said we were informed that it was caused by a gender reveal using Tannerite and a weapon. So once again. What's with the Tannerite? You know, know who loves Tannerite? Joe Exotic. Yes, Joe Exotic. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen Tiger King, man, old Joe goes to goes to the local gun store daily. And gets his Tannerite. Buys Tannerite and bullets. And, I crap my pants. Yep. So, uh. Uh, something. So the fire rescue uh, chief said something as seemingly innocent as a gender reveal can turn to turn into a large scale disaster where homes are threatened. Said uh, he said that people need to follow the rules, of burn bans, especially during the cor- uh, coronavirus pandemic. By the way, there's a scene in Tiger King where um, you know one one of the characters who ends up not making it to the end yeah. of filming is shooting uh, shoots a big chunk of tannerite. Yes. And he's comments something along the lines of that almost hit my head or something. And he's laughing too. Yeah. Could have could have killed you. <laughs> yes. And something else killed you, but that could that yeah. could have killed you right there and ah, that was funny. <laughs> All righty then. Moving on. Troopers in Jefferson County, Pennsylvania say a man is behind bars after threatening to kill another man with a samurai sword. Uh, here we go. The old samurai sword. According <laughs> to state police, the incident happened at a home in Henderson Township. Uh, t- troopers say that they were called for a welfare check and determined that a domestic dispute had occurred. Officer, this is what happened. <laughs> uh, the victim... <laughs> Pounded He's on. Always making a noise, and then my walls are made of paper. Uh, the victim pounded on the wall of 41-year-old Edwin Colley's bedroom because his music was too loud, and he wanted Colley to turn it down. Troopers say Colley came out of the room, had a sword with him, and threatened to kill the man. Court documents show that Colley is charged with making terroristic threats, simple assault. And harassment as well. I mean, who has swords at their house? I mean, come on. That's just <laughs> silly. In a worst case scenario, the Tennessee Department of Health instructed healthcare providers to use diapers instead of face masks, swim goggles instead of eye protection, and plastic bags in lieu of gloves to protect them against COVID 19. Now, listen, I put this in the bizarre file, just how weird that sounds. But it's legitimate to have a strategy ready just in case that it comes to mm-hmm. absolutely positively. We, we are learning that you should have uh, provisions and, and uh, protocols in place for worst case scenarios. Yeah, so why yeah. not? And there, there's there's an, uh, a going back and forth about the efficacy of of face masks, and uh, who knows? Yeah. So again, stressing unused diapers, right? Oh, yes, yeah. I, I oh, should have yeah, yeah. stipulated that fact. Unused diapers as a last, 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 last resort. resort. Right, used, used diapers. diapers. Yes. Uh, uh, and then they just wear the infant around your face. And then just kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the directive came in a webinar for healthcare professionals. Uh, this is according to Dr. Michelle Fiscus, who said in the video, obviously these are not FDA-approved strategies, but sometimes necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, you have to do what you have to do to make sure that you are as protected as you can be. 
A slide titled uh, Conserving PPE included a number of alternatives of typical personal protective equipment. In the voiceover instructions, the the face mask section, uh, Fiscus can be heard saying, I've seen reports in other countries of people using diapers. Uh, They have handy Velcro side tabs that can sometimes be stretched along the head. So they're actually having to pass that information along to people. Pulling people over is potentially dangerous for law enforcement, even when the world isn't in the grips of a pandemic. So when a Florida man was stopped for driving recklessly and said he had COVID-19, a deputy took extra precautions. The deputy gave 23-year-old Christian Perez a protective mask to limit his risk of exposure. Uh, The deputy said Perez took the mask off and began intentionally coughing in his direction. Mm. Now, whether this guy really has it or not, I'm guessing he's just saying that he does. My guess. Did did he try the bee thing first? Uh, No, not the bee thing. No, he didn't do that. Uh, But the sheriff said we have zero tolerance for this despicable behavior, and anyone who threatens the health and lives of my deputies will face maximum charges. The deputy managed to get the mask back over Perez's mouth and put him into handcuffs. Uh, Perez is charged with assault on a deputy because of that. Threatening a public servant, it's driving not, under the influence, and driving without a license as well. It's not bad enough for the uh, yeah. the cops on yeah. the front line there, police do, officers. Yeah, if you do uh, decide to do some kind of a prank or something along those lines, keep in mind that they're setting examples right now. Yeah. And, and you can be made example of, and that will be a pretty you know fierce uh, penalty Yeah, uh, because they're not taking any... Chances right now, so Taking no guff. Yeah, so don't don't even think about it. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, it is in fifteen seconds officially, wow. ten o'clock by the studio clock. So I'm going to wait, and then we're going to hit the special sounder, and this will be your opportunity to win some cash. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to fire it up. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. Two-letter word. You couldn't make it any easier. Maybe if we just gave you a letter, it would be that much more simple. But the word is up. Up. U-P. 18 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that, by the way, via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. So send the word up to 45911. Or... To be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. The word up. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. One more time. The word is up. U-P. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll do the lesson question. Trash and music news as well. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do today's lesson question. And we are going to give away as a prize a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. And the question that I have for you, I'm going to I'm going to grab from a guest that we had on earlier this morning. All right. So during this downtime and when people have a little extra time on their hands, what does G Love think that you should read? Mm. 215263WMMR. All right, let's see if you know that answer. During this downtime and when people have a little extra time on their hands, what does G Love, who was on our show earlier, think that you should read? 
215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know, you should call. And while you're doing that, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get them stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, O.J. Simpson says he finally completed the docuseries and is publicly accusing Tiger King's Carol Baskin of getting away with murder. Said Simpson, quote, called it the gut feeling of an old football player who had to learn how to read people. And also murdered two people. <laughs> John Stamos posting on Instagram that he managed to take something from the full house set that he now keeps in his home for nostalgic reasons. Stamos revealed that he has a small box containing the remains of Dave Coulier's career. Wow. <laughs> and finally, 71-year-old Prince Charles giving an update on having the coronavirus, saying that luckily he's been experiencing very mild symptoms. Charles says he has a resilient immune system and credits his family's generational habit of banging their cousins. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All righty. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to this during uh, the downtime that people have when you have a little extra time in your hands. What does G-Love think that you should read? And I will go to Mikey and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mikey. Hey, what's going on? All right, Mikey, want to know what does uh, G-Love think you should read during the downtime? Uh, he thinks you should read The Iliad. The Iliad. That is correct. Did you ever read that? No. I had to for school. Yeah. It's not what you call a brisk read. <laughs> <laughs> is it really long? Well, it's you know, it's just, uh, no. Okay. It, no, it's just. It's wow. just <laughs> Which one is the, uh, is Iliad the Odyssey? Is, uh, the Odyssey is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so since you got it right, Mikey, we are going to set you up with a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, The world needed a hero, and we got a hedgehog starring James Marsden and Jim Carrey. Don't miss the movie that critics call entertaining and action-packed and an awesome adventure for all ages. You can get it now. Own it on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD on May 19th. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Prepare to be Russian-fied. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Music News this morning is brought to you by Deeds and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. You can start your pregame. With their fan favorite, 100% all beef franks. Where are the sausages? So, we'll start with sad news and a follow-up from yesterday. Fountains of Wayne bassist and songwriter Adam Schlesinger has died at the age of 52 due to the complications from COVID-19. He had been hospitalized due to the coronavirus for the past week and was on a ventilator. We reported yesterday, the report that I got said that he was showing signs of improvement. Clearly, that was incorrect information, so that's just terrible. I'd seen that same report, so, you know, obviously that tells you to take everything you read these days with a grain of salt. Schlesinger formed Fountains of Wayne in 1995 with guitarist Chris Collingwood. Uh, The band released two albums with little impact, although Schlesinger gained recognition for writing the Oscar-nominated title song to the 1996 movie that thing you do. Uh, the group also scored a major alternative hit in 2003 with Stacy's mom from its third LP, Welcome Interstate Managers. One of the best videos, oh. by the way, ever. It's worth going back to watch if you like beautiful women. Uh, Rachel Hunter is in that. And I, as I said earlier this morning, they had another great song called Radiation Vibe uh, that I absolutely loved. After Fountains of Wayne disbanded in 2013, Schlesinger continued working as a songwriter. Uh, contributing tunes to the TV series Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, 
uh, for which he earned three Emmys and writing the Tony-nominated score to the 2008 Broadway musical Cry Baby. Uh, Schlesinger, who was divorced, was survived by two daughters, and uh, that's just terrible news to hear. Terrible news to hear. It is. Uh, What else do we have here for you? Shinedown singer Brent Smith uh, spoke about the coronavirus pandemic and how it might affect the band's touring plans. Uh, The band recently rescheduled its deep dive spring tour from April and May to August and September. He said we had 30-plus states touring to do this year. Uh, with a lot that was scheduled for April to May. Our booking agent had the foresight to know how serious this was going to be and reschedule the tour to August and September. We're optimistic, but right now the smartest thing to do is to listen to the professionals. Uh, The singer added that the band was working in the studio when the outbreak really took hold in the U.S. and didn't initially realize what was happening. He said uh, that's when we started looking at our phones, social media, and news and realized that uh, that in just a short time, We'd been in the studio. The crap had hit the fan. Um, Shinedown reached into its archives last month, and they made available a never-before-heard song called Atlas Falls. Uh, The track will benefit Direct Relief, a nonprofit humanitarian aid organization that is providing personal protective equipment and essential medical items to healthcare workers responding to coronavirus. Kings of Leon have unveiled a video for their new song. It's called Going Nowhere. Uh, The black-and-white clip... We're shot in Nashville and features band frontman Caleb Followill sitting alone on the arm of a couch uh, performing the tune on an acoustic guitar. Uh, the band said in a caption, uh, stay safe, stay home. We'll see you, uh, see you as soon as we can. Uh, Kings of Liam recently teased a return to action four years after the release of the band's last studio album, Walls. Uh, the band's Instagram account added images of the band inside a recording studio in early March, although no further details were provided. Ozzy's daughter, Kelly, has told Entertainment Tonight that her dad had one stem cell treatment in Panama a few weeks ago to treat his Parkinson's disease. She said, seeing after one treatment of stem cell what has happened and the progress that he's made is mind-blowing. Wow. Uh, She said he wants to get up, he wants to do things, he wants to be a part of the world again. Very encouraging. He's walking better, he's talking better. His symptoms are lessening. Uh, he is building the muscle strength back that he needs after his spine surgery. Hello, my name is Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> <laughs> and I've never felt better. It's an interesting thing. The transformation is nothing short of miraculous. <laughs> uh, he added that Ozzy is finally feeling, or she added that Ozzy is feeling well enough to get out of the house, uh, but is now forced to stay home due to the pandemic. But uh, she continued by saying everything is starting to fall into place now, and it has given us so much hope. We are uh, very grateful to the doctors that are helping him. Uh, due to travel restrictions, he can't go to Switzerland. He was going to do another uh, treatment there. They're going to have to put that on hold for now. All right. Uh, my Chemical Romance guitarist, Frank Iero, ha- is spending his time in self-quarantine by filming video tutorials to show fans how to play some of the band's biggest hits. Iero oh. uh, has already streamed guitar lesson tutorials for My Chemical Romance's Ghost of You. And welcome to the Black Parade as part of Fender's Artist Check-In series. So I like that song, Black Parade. I just don't know why I like it. Uh, it's good. Yeah. It's, there's something, I don't know. I don't poor kid goes it. to a parade, wants to get some cotton yeah. candy. Well, it's sad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean it's, a, it's an interesting story, but the, the sound of it is yes. big with the marching snares and stuff like that in the beginning. I, I like don't like it. the beginning of it. That's the, the, the slow oh, part. That's part right. of life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have a couple clips to play, uh, for music news. Yeah. Uh, let's go with, um, we have two from Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Yes. Uh, Gene. Rocking in the hisay. That's what he does. 
And he uh, praises first responders in uh, this particular clip. Here we go. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. I wanted to take a moment to personally thank all the folks in healthcare, the doctors, the nurses, all the people that keep us healthy and alive, and our fire departments, the police, the, the folks in the food industry who bring our food at home. We'll get over this together, really. So uh, good, good message. Sending some mess. Kudos to message. me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, and he even uses World War II as perspective on the quarantine. Here we go. I just want you to consider the following. During World War II, 50 million people died. Your grandparents were asked to serve. Many of them gave the ultimate sacrifice. You know what's being asked of you? Stay at home. Sit on your rump. Binge watch Twilight Zone all day long while people risk their lives and bring you food. So let's get over ourselves. We're, we're the greatest country in the world. Don't be a knucklehead. Love each other. Support each other. We'll get over this. God bless you all. A message from Gene Simmons. Another good message. My grandfather fought with the fight, fighting chickens. Oh, really? Wow. He was with the fighting Special chickens. division. Yeah. Uh, led uh, thousands of chickens into battle bravely. Okay. Uh, but that's a good message. I like, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, we'll get through it. Gene's positive. Uh, even Paul Stanley is Issued a message as well. You, you, we played a couple of those. So uh, listen, ev- everybody's sending positive messages. Hunker down. It's, yeah. it's great. You know uh, what? Panic. That's uh, what pan- I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, panic. Go insane. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, this is. I'm not encouraged. <laughs> that's the wrong message to yeah. send. Yep. All right. That's music news. We're going to take a break. When we return, letter of the day for the word of the week prize, which is a, an awesome set of tickets for you. I'll give you the details. You probably already know. But I'll tell you anyway. And uh, Pierre should be by shortly, too, to carry on. So make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. The Glorious Sons. Come a little closer to the sky. Spread on their wondering why. Crowbot. I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Today has been uh, another enjoyable, fun show. Hopefully you found it entertaining in some distractive way. If you need it to be that, that's what we're here for. And I'd like to do some thank yous. I want to thank G-Love for being on the show today. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to talk to him. We, we go back, really, Preston, where he was playing demos for us in his car. Yep, he did. He played, I think maybe it was like Rodeo Clown or something yeah, like that. He's like, yeah. hey, guys, we just recorded this. You need to check this out and tell me what you think about it. And we went out in the car and listened to it. And <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Uh, but he's, you know, he's in a good place. He was, he, he was a lot of fun today. He's a new dad. Yeah. And, uh, it's been, been up all night with the baby last night and left the whites, let the wife sleep in and everything. But, uh, that was a great conversation. It was cool to talk to him and he'll be back around when things settle down, obviously. <laughs> uh, thank you to, now I don't have it. All right. Akbar Bajabiamila. Why didn't you? Why didn't you play the, uh, yeah, I could just yeah. say yeah. it backwards might be easier, which is, uh. It sounds a little bit something like this. <laughs> We've got to do that again. Soon. Uh, uh, yes. Very uh, soon. It's too much fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pick words. Obviously, there are certain words that lend themselves to it. Yep. But who knows? Let's All see right. what we can whip up. 
So once again, thank you. For being on the show and uh, saying hello from Los Angeles. And Ty Burrell, how great was Ty he? Ty Burrell. Uh, promoting the Salt Lake City uh, development, th- this thing that he's done, Tip Your Server Relief Plan. Now, he's got a stake in Salt Lake City. He's from that area. He owns a couple of restaurants, wants to help out. And they had earthquakes there, a couple there earthquakes. Yeah. They've been getting whomped. Yeah, but so- the general call to, to help out any way you can with yeah. people in the service industry and, and beyond that, obviously. And- and he he flat out said he's look I he said I know everybody's yeah. stretched thin right now but if you can if you're listening and yeah. you can have the you have the ability to help them please do so and of course Modern Family wraps up next, next week next week so they're doing an hour um like a sort of a tribute to the series and I think it's an hour episode it might be and it'll be their yeah. 250th episode yeah eleven wow. years eleven years on the air that's amazing going so, out strong nice to have him on uh, on the show this morning. Uh, Pierre is here, and I know for sure that Pierre is going to have your chance to win some money today. He's got two opportunities to win $500 with uh, MMR's Rock Refund, so that's exciting. That'll be along uh, in the not-too-distant future. How you doing, man? Hi. Hi. Uh, uh, so, oh, yeah. Uh, I, just, I just tell you you're doing, so. Fine. Oh, good. Okay. I'm fine. Uh, I liked um, Gene Simmons. Yeah. Uh, well, I love your Gene Simmons. <laughs> I, your Gene Simmons just... <laughs> makes my life oh, thanks. But, um, good messages though right well, they were good messages you know and he's you know i don't know what his age is but he's of an age where his grandparents you know were in the world war ii era yeah. and i i love his i love history and i saw doris kearns goodwin on nbc yesterday talking about um you know putting this in perspective uh, and during world war ii people who were here in america had to do everything from food rationing to gas rationing to some very major life-changing things. And they didn't even know if we were going to be able to, you know, to defeat the Nazis. To and, save the world. And, yeah. to, you know, and save the world. So it was a very – so in other words, we're living in very uncertain times. We've had to have our lives change radically. Relatively speaking, it's going to be a fairly short period of time that yes. this happens. Uh, in historical terms, and and even compared to World War II, which is four or five years yeah. of that, and um, so you know, it's always helpful to put things in perspective. I, I couldn't agree more. Context and perspective is is a good thing because it's you know, I I early on in my life, I saw my mother deal with situations where she had cancer, and she she had a way of taking things, and and again, it's my thing. Um, and I, I've since adopted it. Is just always okay. So what's the absolute worst version of this? And then the reality of it is always steps back from that. But we got this. Right. And so, like, it's not like we're doing rubber drives and metal drives like in World War II and we're mm. getting our, our stuff is delivered to this supermarket. We have delivery services. We have ways of being in touch with people, uh, you know, and not being so isolated. They're, 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 it's, it's there. But you're right. That's a good way to look at it. Well, and your perspective, I, I've mentioned it several times on the air, which is there'll come a point where this will be in our rearview mirror. Yeah. You know, we may have changed something, you know. I heard one guy say, well, we'll be changed. Well, may, you know, every trauma changes you, but but we will get through this, and it will be in our rearview mirror. And so. life changes. And Preston had a good perspective on it. You're, you'll, you know, so there'll be some things that you won't have, but then you'll be, yeah, we were we were the corona, you know, uh, school. Uh, you know, right. We were a corona school group, you know, yeah. or mm. or whatever. You'll be of that time, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, listen, I, I know we keep you know hitting the message is going to be over. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt this is going to be over. Yep. I mean, we just gotta, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do for the time being. So you know what? We'll be good. I mean, rain job. Rain job. 
Wow. By the way, somebody had said that uh, the uh, Pandemic Schmandemic, which is the game where we did that stuff backwards, was uh, Ginkuf uh, Imosiwa, oh, no. which is effing offer- awesome backwards. Great job. Great job. That's great. What was that? Oh, that was you saying oh. Akbar Baal should be a male. Oh, play play uh, yeah. uh, um, Skywalker again. That's okay. one of my favorites. That's what I was trying yeah. to do. Okay. Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> you should see Preston's yeah. eyes when, when he hears it, that. It's so weird to hear you You know, you know, say something and then it, it's reversed. Well, oh, hey, do, do, you know what, do you know where they employed that extensively, Preston? In, uh, their, in, the, uh, in Twin Peaks. And in uh, they had a, a a little person, a dwarf, uh, mm-hmm. who was one of the characters. If you're a fan, I know you're a fan of Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, yeah. And he would come out, and they did. Oh that. yes. So yeah. they had the dialogue. They had him phonetically say it that way, no so that he'd come out, and you'd hear him. He'd he'd do like this little like shuffle out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and he would talk, and that's how they did that. So he'd say, and and it had that weird sound. Um, Casey, can you pull up the vintage IDs from yeah. from where you are? If you go oh, to the yeah, yeah. vintage IDs and go backwards, vintage ID backwards, and this was back in the 70s, the Stone Production Department at MMR well before any of our times would go in, and this person, and if you listen really closely, you can hear someone laughing in the background, okay. uh, but this is cool. Philadelphia Feet Radio Station. That's like a tape reverse. I think I can do better now. Okay. okay. Oh. I'll, I'll work on that. I'm not going to do right. it right now because okay. it takes some time. No, but you I, practice. I think I can do ooh, better ooh, than that. Ooh, yeah. That's exciting. A challenge. <laughs> I love that. That's exciting because then I can have two. Uh, I can right. have the vintage and the Preston uh, backwards ID. All right. Okay. Done deal. Done deal. Uh, we got people waiting for the letter. You want to yes. do that? Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. G as in great day in the morning. I love it. We have one more letter to go. We get it tomorrow. We'll give away a four-pack of tickets for Tenacious D, the Purple Nurple Tour twisting hard to the left <laughs> with special guest Winchester and that is October 7th at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com uh, What is planned for today's show, my man? Okay. Uh, we're going to uh, do the Rock Refund, as you mentioned, noon and 2 p.m. Uh, Jackson has it at 4 and 6. And Bam Bam on this cycle for the first time has it at 8 p.m., which is fun. Uh, we have workforce blocks of uh, Fleetwood Mac and the Killers, uh, including that great new song called Caution that they have uh, out, which we'll put in there. Motley Crue. And I've got um, this Bon Jovi song. Uh, prior to this happening, this uh, pandemic, he went over to England and uh, got uh, with Prince Harry, and they went into the studio with these uh, wounded warriors. For the Invictus Games. The Invictus Games. Yeah. And the video, uh, which we'll post later uh, to go along with it, uh, is amazing. But he gets these uh, these wounded warriors who had formed a chorus to sing the background of a song that he has had out for a little bit. Really cool stuff. So we'll play that over awesome. the course of the day. Excellent. All Inspirational. Right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. You can now enjoy the convenience of ordering your groceries online and have them ready for pickup at a time convenient for you. Each item will be carefully selected and brought to your car online. You can order shop.acme.com. Dot, I'm sorry, shot.acmemarkets.com. Tomorrow, 
Ah, tomorrow, lovely ladies on the program. Kate Flannery, our good friend from The Office, will be joining us. And save that whistle because Jane Seymour uh-huh. will be joining us tomorrow. She's, uh, in a, uh, she's in a new movie. Who do we have? Uh, uh, with Rob Riggle. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, nice. He was just on uh, yesterday. Yeah. So uh, that and more, you know, the uh, the rock refund and, uh, and Friday hijinks will ensue. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. This is for the person that threw their yellow rubber gloves out their car window in Yardley. You're a real scumbag. Next message. Steve Martin. Love you for thanking the trucker. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Next message. Public service announcement with the current state of things. Please be at least 27 feet from me if you're going to make the sounds of a VW bug with your mouth. Thank you. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, this is Nate from Checkpoint XP, and I'd like to invite you to our brand new show, All of Esports, with myself and Weird Beard. All of Esports is a rapid-fire show that runs down the most important conversations in All of Esports. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.